The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Oh, hey, do you know what time it is? It's giveaway time. In preparation for the release of the New Mutants movie later this summer, The Space Between is covering issues 1 through 20 of the New Mutants comic from the 80s, written by Chris Claremont. In celebration of this, we're giving away a New Mutants epic collection, which includes Marvel Graphic Novel number 4, New Mutants numbers 1 through 12, Uncanny X-Men number 167, Marvel Team-Up Annual number 6, Magic numbers 1 through 4, and material from Marvel Team-Up number 100. This is a massive collection, and it can be yours. That's 20 issues in all. Check out our website, professionalcasual.com slash giveaways for details. There are seven ways to enter. Yeah, seven. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for one entry each. Back our Patreon and submit a review on Apple Podcasts for five entries each. And review the Professional Casual Network on Facebook or ask a question of our advice show, Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, for three entries each. Remember, you have to go to professionalcasual.com slash giveaways to get started. If you do all that while you're just farting around on your phone, that's a total of 19 total entries you can get to win this sweet comic collection. Get going. The winner will be announced on July 31st. Hello, and welcome to The Space Between. I'm your host, Danny, and joining me are the author of Lanny, The Girl Without Fear, and $100 Heroes, and co-host of many professional casual network shows, Dan Cole. Hi. Hi. I forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Thrillash Gaming in the flesh, but never in the nude, Taylor Hoyt. Why not in the nude? I, mean, I didn't realize that was an option. It's kind of cold down here. <laughs> yeah, that sounds it's great. a little bit chilly. <laughs> and the executive producer of the Professional Casual Network, and a man who would never mix his animal prints, Tim France. There are two reasons to mix animal prints, um, and we will not go over are either of them. Are we talking about, like, <laughs> <laughs> talking about like footprints or like... Uh, I was say she animal, just said never. Animal print... Um, like pajamas like or something? Yeah, yeah pajamas. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. This is neither the time nor place <laughs> to discuss that. I can think it's in great PJs. Go on. Uh. <laughs> uh, today, thank you for joining us. Today we're doing a one-off discussion of Origin, which the tagline in the original printing was the greatest story never told. Dot, 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 until 2001 when it was told. Um, and this is Wolverine's origin story. So, Dan, why don't you walk us through... All the people involved in this oh. wonderful creation. Oh boy, I'm excited. All right. <laughs> so I kind of browbeat the group into doing this comic. We'll talk about reasons why that needs to be. I don't know if it would be browbeating so much as you were like, so we're going to do Origin next, right? No, he hit me in the face. He literally, he yeah. we have the hardcover. Definitions of browbeat, apparently. I don't know what that means. So literally <laughs> beat Taylor in the brow. He liked yeah. it though. <laughs> uh, so, first up, the story is by Bill Jemus. Joe Casada and Paul Jenkins. Um, hold up, isn't that Bill Gamus, Go Casada, and Paul Jenkins? <laughs> Tim, cut that out. <laughs> isn't that beep boop? It's not. <laughs> it's not like Casada, like queso. That's what I said, Casada. Oh, I think queso. What's a Casada with you? Oh, <laughs> uh, Paul Jenkins did the script for it after the three of them uh, came up with the story. Andy Kubert is. The, was a penciler. He did all the drawings. And then Richard Isanoff had to look up how to pronounce that right. But did the digital painting, which was relatively new in 2001. There were a couple different people and groups that did it. One was called Liquid with an exclamation point. Did a Ooh. lot of digital painting for Marvel. But Richard Isanoff was like a pioneer and he really, really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's done a lot of other stuff since then, of course. Uh, he won a wizard 
uh, fan choice award for colorist hmm. because of this comic. Oh, which is pretty sweet. Well, congrats. And then Joe Casada and Richard Zianoff did the covers, which are all, all six of them are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And Joe Casada is kind of a powerhouse, isn't he? Like he's, when he was editor in chief, he's like kind of a big deal. Behind he a made a ton of stuff, a ton of huge decisions at Marvel that were all fantastic. Yeah. He got rid, he, Broke off their relationship with the Comics Code Authority and said, we're going to do our own rating system. We don't need somebody else to tell us what our comics should include. So they don't have like bubblegum pink blood. In yes. Them anymore. <laughs> right. So for, for the longest time, because comics had such people fought against comics so hard, like in politics and whatnot, because they thought, you know, the destruction of the youth. There was a guy that made the book. I think it was called The Degeneration of the Youth or something like yeah. that really went after comics. Sounds like a similar discussion about what's happening in the 21st century. Right. But still. Yeah. Those we, video games. Right. That obviously didn't. The radio much. and then TV right. and then the video game. Sorry. Go on. Yep. So people were kind of placated by this group called the Comics Code Authority and comics had to be quote, approved by the Comics Code Authority. And they literally had this little badge on the front of every comic. And Joe Casada was one of the big people that were like, we're not going to do this anymore. This is yeah. dumb. So they had their own rating system for a long time. They don't even have that anymore. It's kind of like you, you read what you want. Like these are for adults. They're not really for kids anyway. Unless they're marketed that way. At the time, Bill Jemus was the president of Marvel and Joe Casada was the editor in chief. So it really shows you they 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 brought the big names yeah. to this. It was like these are literally the people in charge of the company were making this comic because they wanted to do it right. Big deal. Yeah. It was a huge deal. So one thing I really like about this is they talk about in the we have the hardcover uh version um that I and Danny read. Danny and I read. Yeah. And in the back of it, there's a bunch of extra material about like they have emails between the people back and forth. And they talk about how every year they'd have like this big summit meeting with the, the, the editors and they would pitch different ideas. And they said, they specifically say that people would say like secret wars three or secret wars two, infinity war three, blah, blah, blah. And somebody was like, how about we tell the Wolverine origin? Everybody was like, no, that's stupid. That's a terrible idea. The whole point of Wolverine that is mysterious. And then somebody was like, what if we just do it right? And they were like, well, I guess. I mean, but they were like, well, let's pitch some ideas and see if we can come up with an idea that's decent. And and they have other emails back and forth of early ideas. It's a good thing that they developed it for a while because some of the early ideas were pretty bad. Uh, it turns into, I, I think, is a fantastic collection. Six issue series. And that was one of the things that drew us to doing this. Well, drew Dan to doing this was that it is just six issues one shot talk about it i literally read them in like maybe two hours and that was with like adding to dan's notes too yeah very legitimately especially this compared to the last segment we did which was the new mutants which is so aren't we releasing this before new mutants yeah but you know what i mean yeah (laughs) so unlike the future project that's not released yet (laughs) the new mutants um which is just so wordy and takes so long to and get cumbersome. through. Yeah. You know, what was fantastic was like, I can actually think about what every one of these characters was thinking about. Right. Yeah. It and was it spelled was out for you. Yeah. And the art was so well done that you could like read the expressions yeah. on their faces. Absolutely. Like she didn't have to say, oh my gosh, I'm so horrified that my son is a mutant. Like just the look on her face, yeah. you could right. see that revulsion. And the size of those eyes. You can tell by the <laughs> by the way the artist drew their face that he was invulnerable while he was blasted. <laughs> oh no. You have no idea how many times Not it's that come up too. in conversation. Yep. People yeah. who have never Absolutely. read those comments. Yes. Check out the Teespring store for our 
invulnerable while blasting t-shirts. <laughs> Which you'll get when the next episodes come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you know, so, we'll talk about new mutants in the future. <laughs> Just like any really good Marvel plot line, time travel is heavily involved to get all of the jokes. <laughs> yes. All right, so the, I, I chose this and then said, all right, guys, we're going to read this and talk about it. You don't have a choice. And then everybody said, okay, which was good because they really did have a choice because this was such a big deal and things are compared to it still. The X, Pretty much every X-Men movie that involves Wolverine, which is all of them, has some kind of connection to origin. And not all of them, but even the first X-Men movie with the cage matches we'll talk about later, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the X-Men Origins Wolverine is heavily influenced by it, but they ruined it. <laughs> they oh, just yeah. totally mm-hmm. botched the story. Yeah, I don't know. So I was expecting... I mean, we'll get into this later, but um, Deadpool never comes up in these comics. Spoiler alert. There is no Deadpool in this. Um, Or Blob, even though there very easily could have been. (laughs) That's fair. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, the other guy they threw in, the teleporting cowboy. Uh, Wraith. Wraith. Will I Am played, right? Yeah. Cowboy. Oh, and Dominic Monaghan, who was Mary in Lord of the Rings, was the guy that could light up light bulbs or something stupid. I hate that movie so much. I was so close to walking out in the first two minutes. We got that was one of the ones that like leaked early online um, with unfinished special effects. Oof. Um, so we watched that version. Oh, God. And I was like, yeah, this is it's good. We watched it like this. I'm sure <laughs> it's the no better. Version, the the special effects are not good. I was just going to say there was a worse version. <laughs> there was one where there's the scene where Wolverine and Sabretooth are like fighting on a truck and the truck's just a big white block that doesn't move. Oh, OK. So and I was like, much. all right. <laughs> it added some comedic effect. Uh, okay. good. I would, uh, before we jump into it, I do want to say uh, Marvel was very nervous about this. I bet they were terrified that it would flop. Right. And they would have ruined Wolverine, which they being comics, they could have retconned it. They were really nervous about it, but it was an instant hit. Copies were going on eBay immediately for twenty five dollars. Yeah. You know, back in 2001, it's like twenty eight dollars now. <laughs> It's like $3,000 now. Damn inflation. But they were going, real quick, uh, I was lucky enough, I think I have the whole set of the original comics. I remember trying to get one for you on eBay that you didn't have, like number two or three number at the two, time. Yep. And it was like a massive issue. Yeah. It was like a couple weeks after the issue came out. Yeah. Wow. Like they were they were gone. Yep. Tim That's got me crazy. one for my birthday by contacting my parents and my dad bought it on eBay for him and then he gave it to me. <laughs> you want to tell the last part of that, Tim? Uh, I don't remember. What's the last part? That you you never make, you never paid him back. I never paid him back. Oh, I, I never paid him back. Yo, Mr. Call, hit me up. You I'll march upstairs yeah. right now. I mean, let's not make this too real. I don't have cash. He has a PayPal account. Okay. Do you think he'd be confused if I just PayPal him $25? He'd be very confused, and it would be really funny when he asked me about it, and I'll be like, oh, that was for uh, buying me the Origin number 2 comic back in 2001 for my birthday, and he'll be like, okay. Oh, oh sounds good. All right, good. He'll just be like, all right, whatever, and walk away. He'll be like, I'll take 25 bucks. Oh, my gosh. That's all so accurate. So before we launch into these six issues, let's talk about what we think of Wolverine as a character before reading this story. I feel like this is a <laughs> targeted question. This Wolverine is... sucks. I hate him a lot. <laughs> I think he's dumb. I think he usually detracts from a story and all he does is fucking grunts. 
just like, bub, and then gets in everyone's way and ruins people's efficiency. Like, can you imagine how effective uh, the X-Men would have been with Cyclops at the helm without Wolverine in the way, just like, I'm going to steal your motorcycle. Ah, I'm going to take your motorcycle, Cyclops. <laughs> like, Fuck you, Wolverine. You don't add anything of value to any thing that you're in. No, I definitely didn't add this question to the notes for your reaction. Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how to uh, follow that up. Right? Yeah, like, uh, how do you? That's why I asked you, because I didn't want to. <laughs> Fair. Um, so I'm the complete opposite. I think Wolverine is a badass. Um, he's very bland. He's extremely bland, mm. which um, is can be good and bad. I don't know. Again, um, you guys don't know this because... Uh, what was that that we just read? New Mutants hasn't come out yet, but um, I am not a comic book reader, really. I'm, I don't read a lot of comics, so I know of X-Men mostly through the movies. Mm. And Wolverine throughout the movies is the coolest guy in the world. Everybody wants to be him. He's such a badass. But again, he's vanilla. Except like, yeah. when he steals Cyclops' motorcycle. <laughs> well, right. yeah, and then like, he's vanilla bean. <laughs> he's just Those like, little flecks. Every single rogue in D&D, like, I've got this horrible backstory and now I hate everything. Yeah. Like, oh my god, could you pick anything other than that? Like, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> my favorite part about Wolverine is um, Deadpool and how much Deadpool messes with Wait, him uh, yeah. all the time. Yes. Because I've I've seen a lot of dead wait do you mean things. how ryan reynolds mess with messes with hugh jackman yes to both yeah <laughs> like <laughs> all of it and hugh jackman like oh Jack god Hughes i man. love oh. i love hugh jackman oh, i'm, I'm gonna let now. you go last i'm for actually Wolverine. i'm actually naked now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna jump in quick before taylor gets too excited that i'm gonna be the voice of dissent here and i've always enjoyed wolverine as a character he's never been like one of my favorites that this is our first episode about comic books. I'll go on the record now saying the Iceman is my favorite superhero. Period. Other than the one, other than my own. I was gonna <laughs> say, what about your character? I mean, I'm literally wearing a shirt with my with Purge, my character, my favorite character yeah. on there. But Iceman is my favorite superhero that I did not create. But Wolverine is always. I've always enjoyed Wolverine as a character, and this really added a lot to him. I felt like this book. Yeah, I um, I love Wolverine. I always have. I don't know. Even before the movies, like the the cartoon, which, to be fair, Tim, the cartoon he's trash in the cartoon. Yeah, like he I mean, really, he's always trash. Like, the healing factor barely even works in the cartoon. Takes you are like one hundred percent spot on. Though. Like he's really not that great and like maybe he is in fact more of a hindrance than a help in a yeah. lot of those situations. I don't know what it's always been about. Wolverine for me, I've always just claws. freaking maybe that's been it. And like every single kid growing up would put cutlery in their hand. Right. And that's pretend awesome. to be Wolverine. Yeah, well, yeah. So I get it. I mean, right. it, I well, it's so funny though, because yeah. Wolverine yeah. is such a lame mutant without the claws. Cause like his powers are he can smell real good, he can taste stuff real good, and he can hear real good. And, and he then he, he heals faster than people. It's like, right. wow, that's awful. Oh, but he's got big metal claws. Okay, now he's cool. Right, <laughs> right. Wait, isn't there bad guy a guy who literally controls metal and could just rip him apart right. at literally any point oh. ever? Oh, oh. Yeah. are we talking oh. about Magneto? Oh, yeah. oh I'm naked that again. Guy. <laughs> that guy. I don't know how it happened, but Taylor took all of his clothes off without taking his headphones off. <laughs> that's really Also, without putting them back on first. Like. <laughs> 
That's weird. It's true. Learning incredible. so much about Taylor tonight. Yeah, right? Um, and I don't know. I think that there's something to it too that I don't know, what was it when I got my appendix out and they were like, All right, so you'll be on the mend for like two weeks, and then like two days later I was fine. And Even Dan's the doctors like, mentioned how quickly you healed, so I started calling you Wolverine. Yeah, so like our like glasses, we've got like a Marvel set where we've got like Spider-Man and Captain America and we've got Wolverine. So Wolverine is that glass is my glass. And there was a Hulk, yeah. but that got broken. Which is so. super oh, ironic. ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it Timmy? No, it was our friend Alan was doing oh, the right. dishes at a big party and was he Alan was Rickman? like, oh, uh, I broke your cup. <laughs> he like, <laughs> his giant gorilla hands just smashed it to pieces, apparently. Uh, so the Hulk broke the cup. Yeah. 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 So I've always loved Wolverine and Hugh Jackman, like Please. Dear God. You guys keep saying his name wrong. It's Jack Hugeman. Oh, man. It's oh a huge Jack. Jack huge Jackman, isn't it? Huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. <laughs> love him. Love I love him. that man so much. Um, I did always feel like, though, you're right. Like, he was kind of... I know that they wanted his past to be shrouded in mystery, but I always felt like that just came across as, like, kind of boring. It was a cop like, out. All right, so you have, like, a mysterious past that you don't, air quotes, remember. Right. And you got like, shot in the head with an adamantium bullet. Nah. Wait, no, we've, we've, we've wiped that. We're not talking about mind. the movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was a big thing. There's supposed to be his, like, drawing, draw. What am I trying to say here? What would draw people to him is that he was the mysterious outsider kind of thing. And over right. time, we, as readers, we learned more about him. There's a fantastic ser- uh, miniseries called Weapon X by Barry Windsor Smith that is the story of how he became weapon X and what was going on there. That's really, really good as well. But I'm putting that on the read list. Hang on one second. Yeah, yeah. Look up weapon X. Super good. I think that's from the eighties as well. And it was giving the readers more about this character that he didn't remember kind of thing. He didn't know about it in the comics and whatnot. And um, it's one of those things that typically people love those characters or hate that about characters. Yeah. And I can, I can see, I can understand both sides to that. Yeah. I always like Wolverine. But. I didn't. I didn't always hate him. I was certainly <laughs> a young kid and thought it was cool. And, right. And oh, the truth comes out, especially <laughs> in um, what was it? Uh, Spider Man? Oh no, it was one of the X Men Super Nintendo games where you could like climb up walls as Wolverine by like stabbing yeah. them all and all stuff. And he certainly had merit. But as I got older, yeah. At that time frame, I also hated Cyclops because I was like, oh, he's so bossy. That guy. Oh, I hate Cyclops. Um, I really hate Cyclops. Careful saying that around Tim. And then, then there was a switch where I started to appreciate Cyclops more. Granted, much, much, much later, after one specific storyline, I started to like Cyclops. <laughs> but I also started as an adult getting super mad when there were very easy fixes for things that someone just being obstinate would get in the way of. It's like, oh, we could have equality if. Wolverine would just fucking not be him. Stop being a dick bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. He a big part of his character is that he's a jerk to certain people, but really nice to others. Yeah. yeah. I think um, one of the other reasons, sorry, I just remembered about this video game that I uh, really like Wolverine is because Bone Claw Wolverine on Marvel versus Capcom yeah. is yeah. amazing. Mirage. Oh my God. Marvel versus Tornado Cap- Claw. Bone, Bone Claw Wolverine, <laughs> Iron Man, and just. Phil, maybe Magneto. Maybe, yeah. You know, oh, so good. I, I want a bone claw Wolverine, you know, <laughs> oh, 
I would love to call Hugh Jackman <laughs> any day. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> the so. sound bites, though. Sorry, super quick. From Marvel vs. Capcom 2, we used to scream all the time. Like, growing up, just, stars and stripes, final justice! Ice beam, ice beam, ice beam! Ice beam! <laughs> oh my god. I haven't played that game since college. Iceman didn't have the best voice in, the, in those games. <sighs> yeah. Well, it's Iceman. Yeah. All right, so part one is called The Hill. And so Wolverine's origin begins in Alberta, Canada, in the late 19th century at the Howlett Estate. And a young oh, red-headed um, girl named Rose gets a job at the estate to be the caretaker of the sickly young James. And she's riding in this carriage and she gets a lot of um, background story about the Howlett family from the chauffeur, Kenneth, Kenneth um, who works in the stables. They want her to help because James's older brother, John, quote, took ill and all of a sudden and died. So there's some mystery to like how the older brother, John, died. Um, but James is sickly and he's lonely. And so they want someone there to kind of hang with him and then do other like household items as well. So she narrates through her diary, which I love this way of telling a story. Mm, yeah. It's so different from um, a lot of other ways to tell stories, especially in comics, <laughs> <laughs> as you will learn if you listen to our new mutants arc. Ugh. Um, and we meet principal characters other than Rose. So we've got Kenneth, who's a butler of sorts. There's Thomas Logan, who's the groundskeeper, which when they were going through with the wagon, I was like, wait a second. Like, that's that's Wolverine. Oh, yeah. The mutton chops and everything. Yeah. yeah like sure. the groundskeeper looks just like adult Wolverine, as you would imagine him. Imagine him now. So it's like, I thought that this uglier. was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I thought that this was like him as a kid in his origin, because Dan had told me a little bit about this, but not a ton. And I swear that I had read it before, but I guess I feel like you did, but probably like in high school. I don't remember. So when it got to that scene, I thought that was like, quote unquote, the present. And for some reason, Wolverine was working as a as a groundskeeper. Right. And we were going like, to go to the past about how he got to this position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. I had sent Dan yeah. messages in the group taking screenshots of different people. And I was like, why do all these people look like Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> Rose is Wolverine. Dog is Wolverine. Everyone's like, Wolverine. This art is terrible. And I, I had typed up a response like, I love Andy Kubert. Sometimes his faces are a little flat, but otherwise. And then I got the next text where he's like, this guy looks exactly like Wolverine. And it was Logan, you know, clipping the hedges. And I was like, oh, okay, it's Tim yeah. Stick. I'm just going to erase that message. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, there's also Thomas Logan's son named Dog. Which, York. ouch. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Hopkins is a housemaid. John Howlett is the owner of the estate. He's a good man. He's um, James's father and John Jr.'s father. John's father, who's called the old man. He's Dan wrote, he's a curmudgeon, which is super true. And he's just a dick. Like he's just a cranky old man with liver spots and mutton chops. He's very scroogey. Yeah. Very scroogey. Yeah. Interesting. I don't, he doesn't ever get named in this. He's just old, the old man or Mr. Lo, Mr. Howlett. Yeah. Or old man old Howlett. Man. Old man. Old, old man. Old man. I don't think he ever actually gets a first name. Yeah. I agree. Old. All old. right. With a capital O. Jeez. There's also Elizabeth Howlett, who's John's wife. She stays in her room all the time. Um, and it's rumored that after the older son died, she like went crazy and she just doesn't come out often, which is sad. Apparently she like went to a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she yeah. got locked up. So I would love to. I, I want that story. Marvel, well, that'd be a cool little on it. I'm going to write that. <laughs> Do it. Fan fiction. Write it and just 
Just open submit to him. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, there's James Hullett, who is the younger son. He's got terrible allergies. He's got kind of like a speech thing, like he calls Rose woes. Yeah. um, Which I don't know if that's a speech thing or to show that he's like stuffed up from his allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I didn't think of that. It could. Oh, hey, Woz. Oh, that's hey, fair. Hey, hey Woz. Hey, Rosie. Do what a, do what a good blows of bubbles. <laughs> Woz. <laughs> that was good. That's messed up. Uh, um, and so in the beginning, James, Rose, and Dog all play together. Rose takes care of James. Um, and then we find out Dog gets beaten by Logan pretty regularly and he has a cute little crush on Rose, which is, you know, Kids, because whatever. at this point, Rose is 12. Right. Dog and James are about the same age. I think right. James is a little bit younger, but it's hard to tell because yeah. it's just small. Yeah. yeah. But they're all about the same age. Yeah. And it's like cute. They all like play together and whatever. Um, but, you know, life is good, but Dog always has to return to his home. And they have this distinction where like the Howlett estate is on the hill and then everybody else lives at the bottom of the hill. And so life is not as good at the bottom of the hill. Mm. Um and so we start to see a rift forming, which like from dog's perspective, it freaking sucks. Like we're friends now and then I have to go back and my drunkard dad is going to beat me with a belt because. Yeah, pretty much. Whatever. Yeah. Room, house. You know. What do you stay in the hill all day? It sucks. Um, so that was really sad and I felt for dog a little bit there. Um, and then so dog and James are like playing by the lake or a river or something like that. Um, and. James falls in. Rose isn't there for whatever reason. Are they like playing, playing hide and, and seek? seek? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so James falls in and dog saves him, pulls him out. Um, but then after that, they don't really play much together anymore. And dog gets the snot beat out of him. Like I definitely, pretty, he saves him, but right. everybody assumes it's dog's fault to begin with. So like, right. Man yells at him which and is, then Logan beats him like, which crazy is funny because <laughs> Rose, James is Rose's responsibility. Right. Right. Yep. But I guess, you know, you're yep. poor, you get beat. So. Yeah. yeah. And old man is like pissed that John doesn't punish dog or Rose. Right. And John's like, you know, it's okay. Everybody's all right. Or Logan. He's, He's like, like they're yeah. hang, hang people for this. Like, yeah. which is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John's like, no, we don't do that anymore. Right. <laughs> well, back in my day, well, well, bread's not five cents anymore, dad. <laughs> oh, wait, maybe it was back then. It still comes in a can. <laughs> Bread in a can. Oh, that that was a thing. That's right. Bread in a can. (laughs) So around Christmas time, Boxing Day specifically, John is pretending to be like the servant for the day. He wears uh, one of the the maids aprons and he's like serving them. And it's really cute. And that's like a popular thing, especially back in the day, like Boxing Day, the hired help would get to be served for a meal or whatever. So really cute. Old man hates it. And he's like a dick about it, too. He's so mad. Oh. He's awful. I was in charge. So, I'd kill all the help. Yep. <laughs> right. They'd all be Wait. hanged and we'd get new help. Like, Every what? year. Every Daily. Year. That's my boxing day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yikes. Dog is caught snooping. And instead of getting angry at him, John gives him one of James's presents because James got a puppy. So and John, John's a super cool dude. Right? He's yeah. so nice. He's just nice. Like, why not? Yeah. He says, quote, here, James is busy with his new puppy. I doubt he'll miss one more toy. What do you say? And so he gives him a toy train. Um, dog's super happy. Old man's mad. Old man's just always mad. Like <laughs> pretty much in, in what is it? In perpetuity. 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 Yeah. I think when he breathes, he's angry that there's oxygen. Yeah. It gets super awkward. Everyone's really unhappy as old man and John fight. But, you know. 
whatever. Everyone's boxing. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Christmas is ruined. Awkward. And so Dog returns home and he gets beat and the toy gets destroyed, which is really sad. Rose gets an awesome dress for Christmas and John kind of took it upon himself because her parents died of the flu. So it's not like she was just like. Randomly showed up one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It was John was giving her a chance. <laughs> it life. was like the Joe Exotic of the hill. Just right? Someone was down on their luck yep. and he provided for her. Yep. That's right. It's <laughs> a good. Yeah. That's a good one. I, like I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. I like that parallel. Um, and I thought that the whole like Christmas dress was really touching because that was uh something that she had remembered from her family. Like she got a new dress every year on Christmas. Christmas. She got a new dress every year on Christmas. And so John tries to incorporate those types of holiday traditions in with Boxing Day. So Logan's at a bar getting drunk, complaining about the howlets. He talks about how at least the old man knows how to treat servants, but John doesn't. So apparently, like, I don't understand. My boss is too nice to me. And at least his dad knows. Like, yeah. what? Would you rather your boss be a dick to you? I don't. I mean. I don't get it. He's a horrible human being and he beats his kids so right that's kind of how he views authority yeah yeah Yeah. that's yeah anyways (laughs) and in this like he looks so much like wolverine Mm. like logan looks a ton so at this point that's kind of the end of the first issue where he like storms out of the bar and he's all drunk and they're like logan wait blah blah blah. so at this point readers are kind of like so which one of these is wolverine like, who does that become? Yes. Wolverine. So I very specifically had this because um, I, I knew from hearing about this comic growing up that Wolverine's real name was a specific name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit at, of a spoiler. At, at this. Yeah. So I didn't want to say. Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 Um, just don't listen to the next 20 minutes where you find out who he is or whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, at this point, I'm super convinced that dog is going to be Wolverine. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Especially that family resemblance. Yeah. Faux show. So a lot of, you know, character introduction, story building, world building, which is kind of cool. Nothing like supernatural or mutiny powers in this. Nothing. Yeah. Very historical. So Doug did um, employ pocket sand. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. First met Rose. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the number one way to show a chick that you're into her? Just throw some yeah, sand throw in dirt her face. in her face, specifically for from your pockets. <laughs> oh, man, is that what I now need you have to two do? kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to do in middle school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, mine was paint. It wasn't sand. You had pocket paint? No, it was it, uh, <laughs> my wife and I were painting together. So. Aww. Let's not get into that. And you that. threw paint in her eyes. That's really weird. I'm pretty sure. Is that paint. why she needs the patch? <laughs> Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. Liz, I love you. Oh my gosh! All right, so part two is called Inner Child. Some times passed. The kids look older. No dates are ever explicitly mentioned, uh, but again, the artists do a really good job of showing some progression where they look a little bit older, um, and we see some like seasons passing. So in the beginning, like Dan said, Rose is noted as being twelve in issue one, so maybe she's thirteen or fourteen. I do want to throw in here that the cover to number two is my favorite. 
with the hand and the claws coming out and there's oh. blood all over oh, it. Yeah. Gross. Fantastic. The best cover of the series, I think. And they're all, I think they're all good, but I think this is my favorite. The detail on it I is think just so good. Oh, yeah. While well, we're taking this Ta-da. very brief little break, um, one of the most important things that Dan and I talked about with this story is that I hate hearing that Wolverine is the best there is at what he does. <laughs> Yeah, and Dan responded to me with, "Don't worry, that is not in this book at all." We, I happen to read the the comics on Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited, and um, I had the hardcover. The first page of the uh, the paperback is literally talking about like, "Oh, Wolverine's always been so mysterious. Everyone knows he's the best there is at what he does, but no one knows." <laughs> where he, he sent came me from. a screenshot of it, and he was like, "You fucking liar!" And I was like, "No." <laughs> It's not in the hardcover. Damn it. It's not in the actual like panels of the comic. It's never said he's the best there is at what he does. Yeah. And I was like, Dan up on the hill with like the howlets and his tiger palace while us down here slugging with the internet version of it. I'm guessing that recurs often in Wolverine comics. Especially in the past. Like, is that like a Claremont era Wolverine blasting sort of thing? Yeah, Yeah, very very much. It's I'm the best there is at what I do and what I do isn't nice. And it's like, Fuck off! That's very nice. But oh my god, he's a rogue. Yeah, he's a rogue yeah. from D and D. He's uh-huh. the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean there's, he's got sneak attack for sure. <laughs> there's a couple games where if you play as Deadpool, whenever he levels up, he says, "Oh great, now I'm better at whatever it is Wolverine does." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best I character. That's great. So it opens with um, John telling James that he needs more responsibility. He's not as sickly. And he's going to learn for half a day on Wednesdays. He'll oversee the stable hands under Kenneth's guidance. Um, and, you know, so, you know, learning half a day on Wednesdays, guys. And if anything goes wrong, you just run right back to Papa. Yep. Just let me know if anything goes wrong. And this starts. To, I can understand why the old man would be a little upset about this part of John. where like he coddles James to an extreme. Like you're like 13, 14 year old years old now. You could you can learn. Watch how they do things in the stables half of a day a week. Like, like at least start making your oof. fucking bed. And if you have any problems, <laughs> come to me immediately. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, don't go to anybody like, else. Wow. Okay. Me. Yeah. Yeah. People, people are starting families at thirteen in this time. <laughs> right. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you yeah. don't even pick up the toys in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. Like I get he was sickly for his entire life. Right. Until yeah. this point, like he seems better, but like wow. Okay. Walking in his shoes, like if I'm to put myself in his position where mm. he lost his oldest son, I can understand coddling. The oh, one absolutely. I can, I can understand it completely, you know, but at the same time, like there's also that you're not doing anything for your kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just by. Yeah. You're actually going to ruin him. Right. For sure. So we see that scene from Rose. She has to go. The maid tells her to go and see if James needs anything and then grab some new like linens or whatever to and go to Elizabeth's room and to make sure that she knocks before she goes into Elizabeth's room. Remember, Elizabeth is James's mom and John's wife. She does knock. Nobody answers. So she just goes in and Elizabeth is getting dressed and we see these three huge like claw mark scars on her side. And everybody freaks out. Ah! And they're like, get out. Why is she here? Get out of here. And then she's like, oh, I forgot. And it's like, but the panel before it says knock, knock, knock. Literally but she like knocks and knock. walks right in. Yeah. yeah. Um, which again, like if you're helping out and you just have fresh linens, like what what would the right. need be to pause for mm-hmm. longer to like allow you to be in there? Whatever. If, if my employer said you should knock. 
Right. But she did. Yeah. She did. You're right. Oh, yeah. We're I'm anyway. glossing over the important yeah. part where we see yes. these big scars on Elizabeth's side. Right. So you're like, spine and <laughs> like they are yeah. big. Yeah. It's huge. Um, so Rose runs off. She goes into the maze. Dog finds her and like assaults her. And he's like, hey, I know you've been looking for me. And I'm like, bitch, you're 13. Like, yeah, I mean, dog is a bitch. But yeah. <laughs> um, this is where, as readers, we start to turn on dog, where it's like, oh, wow, he's turning out like his dad. He's freaking Weird. gross and presumptuous. Ugh. Well, no. and he's really filled out, too. He looks kind of jacked. Most likely he has been eating a diet of Built Bars, uh, which is a sponsor of the show, BuiltBars.com. Uh, low cal, super lean, low sugar, uh, high protein. I mean, obviously, tasty. if you want to be a superhero and have a superhero bod, the best way to do that is with Built Bars. Yeah. Use code professional casual at builtbars.com to get a discount off your order. Yeah. Lots of flavors, too. The ton of them. Oh, God. And they're like creamy in the middle. Oh, they're so good. So, yeah. So, dog like assaults Rose. She slaps him. And I'm like, you go, girl. Right. Like, yeah. good. For you, James like comes upon the scene and he kind of tries to like run away to get his dad and then dog threatens him. And John gives Logan a stern talking to like, you got to rein that son in whatever. So. I, so I saw this dynamic where both John and dog or I'm sorry, James and dog uh, are kind of into Rose a little bit mm-hmm. so as the very um, traditional Cyclops Wolverine Jean Grey. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Triple yes. Triad. Yes. Um, and, uh, Way to fit that in there. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so at this point, I'm like, ah, well, obviously James is the Cyclops analog, and Dog is the Wolverine analog, mm-hmm. and Rose is the, um, you know, Jean Grey analog. And fittingly, a redhead. Yeah. I pointed that out to Dan too. I was like, oh, huh, wait, isn't it Gene Grey? Gene. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> um, I do really appreciate. There's a. a panel of some comic at some point where Wolverine and Spider-Man are both like hanging off a edge of a building, just like looking out over the city. And Wolverine says something along the lines of like, I love redheads. <laughs> Spider-Man just fist bumps him. <laughs> I love interactions between Spider-Man and Wolverine because they're so polar opposites where Spider-Man's not serious. Yeah. Yeah. That they have, a, they have really good ones. I need yeah. to read because... I love everything about Spider-Man. Mm. He's just so great. You need to find out what that's yeah. from because now I want to read it too. Yeah. yeah. I can probably pull it off pretty quick. I'll put it in the show notes when you listen to it. Yeah. All right. All right so we get a panel that's a headstone and it says John Howlett, beloved son lost before his time, 1885 to 1897. So these are the only dates that are given during the whole comic. Mm-hmm. And we find out that John was 12 when he died. Which, Which is a very important age. I think it's significant yes. as we get to the, you know, once we get to the end, we'll talk about it. Not just a random number chosen. Right. Yeah. Uh, James is out in the rain by the gravestone. And I was kind of confused bef- like until I looked at the dates, I was like, oh shit, the dad died. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the junior. Yeah. Yeah. So or the second, the fact that there. there's two Johns and a James, honestly, right. was a bit confusing. At it's times. very Shakespearean to me. To. Even if they, I, I I just don't understand why they just put John Howlett Jr. Right. Right. Meant a lot easier. Right. Yeah. So but I was yeah. like super confused at first and I was like, wait, what? And then, you know, whatever. Um, so, Dan, you have a question in the notes here. Was he ever alive while his brother was? Which is good because we don't know any of the dates. Oh, yeah. Right. So I, yeah, I put that question. Do we think so 1885 to 1897 were John and James ever alive at the same time? 
did they have James after John died or did they I have feel two like kids that for would a short make, time? I feel like that would make the parents way old. Yeah, and I, I feel like you know? um, James going to the grave site shows that they had a relationship. Mm. Well, that's a really good point. You might even okay. remember him. Right. Like they were okay. kind of close yeah. in age. Because it, it doesn't ever tell us James's birth year. Right. Right. We don't know. Yep. He could have been born in 1886. Yeah. He could have been born true. in 1898. Right. After John. Yeah, James, we don't know. James Sr. looks super young, though. Yes, he looks super young. Elizabeth, when we see her, she looks really young. So while James is at the gravestone, Dog is watching him like a freaking creep. Dog. He assaults him, and then he kills the dog, whose name is Callie, and that's really sad. That's a pretty messed up scene. He slits the dog's throat. Yeah, and the whole thing. So Dog, like, makes all these claims about how, like, Rose is his, and James is trying to take her away, and James has, has the whole world, and then he kills the dog, and he's like, well, now you don't. It's like, that's so messed up. But at the same time, it's like this like cycle of abuse and trauma where dog literally has nothing. So it seems like James has everything. And Rose is just like, don't assault me, creep. I don't know. It's so. I mean, James really does have everything compared to dog. I mean, yes, comparatively. But I think that dog's perception of James and Rose's relationship is very skewed. Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Poor dog died. The 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 dog yeah, the dies. Puppy dies. Callie the dog <laughs> dies. And when you you kind of feel a little bit bad for dog because, like we said before, he's playing with these kids all day. They're friends. They're mm-hmm. having a great time. And then they go back to their house, and he goes back to his shithole to get his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad doubles over on that too, constantly complaining about, well, they don't see us like we see them. They're they treat us like trash because we're trash and they're not. So he gets like that reaffirmation of just like they're so much better than you. You will never be like them. You're not right. real people. Like it sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a rough situation. Yeah, but so real. Yeah, for real. Yeah, the panel after dog kills the dog. It's so he looks so damn feral. And he's got the blood on his hands Mm. and everything like that. And it's just another one of those like, "Mm, okay. All right. At at this point, because of Wolverine origins, I'm assuming that he is 100% either Wolverine or Sabretooth. Right. Um, Just to throw that out there. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. So not long after um, John fires Logan, he's like, yo, I talked to you about this. You're, Freaking kid is a psycho. Killed my kid's dog. Like, you got to get out of here. Right. Too far. Yep. So, Kenneth and another man throw Logan out of the gate. It's a bad move because, you know, Logan's like, I'm going to get you. I'll get you all. Blah, blah, blah. So, he and dog, they go back later that night. They club Kenneth in the head with a rifle. And it looks like he's real dead. Pretty sure he's dead. There's a big puddle of blood that's usually code for dead zo. Yeah. Well, and there's an important scene, too, I feel, before they head up where... Dog is expecting to get his ass fucking wrecked. Yeah. He like um, says like, please don't kill me. Yeah. It's He's crazy. like cowering in the corner and, and uh, Thomas Logan comes in and it's like, no, not tonight. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yep. Let's get these people. Oof. I'm sick of my boss being so nice to me. <laughs> Until <laughs> I, my kid killed this kid's dog and then he fired me. My, I don't Came out of nowhere. Weird. Dare. Um, uh, he should have killed me instead. Yeah. So they're like, um, and then Rose is there with Kenneth. They're like bringing firewood in or something. And they, 
tell Rose. Like they're like, just like chanting and then whomp. Yeah. Kind of dead. They're like, you're going to take us inside to the master bedroom, the back way. And he, Thomas Logan makes some kind of comment about um, John's real pretty wife or something like that. And I'm mm. like, all there's, right, you're There's a couple creepy. nods to it, um, especially when they talk about how... Um, Fine woman of his. Elizabeth only comes out of her room to like go on the balcony to stare at Thomas Logan while right. he's like working and stuff. Right. Yeah. He's like trimming the the yeah. mate, the hedge maze. And yeah. he's always like looking up at the window and, and stuff like that. Very interesting hmm. stuff. Mm, mm. If I had a beard, I would do that thing that people do with beards. But I'll just do it to my chin instead. Anyway. <laughs> Rush <it>. so, <laughs> <laughs> add oil to it so rose takes them inside they go to elizabeth's room thomas logan is planning on taking elizabeth with him so just like wait what yeah i'm like okay um definitely seems like they maybe have a thing going on whatever john comes in in his cute little nightgown because uh, i love like this time period sleepwear when people would wear like hats to bed, Gross. which I always thought was really impractical um, until so hot. until Dan's mom moved to Maine and we had to sleep <laughs> on air mattresses. And it's so freaking cold in her house in the winter there were times. Times you would wear a hat, yeah, and then they're in Alberta. Yeah, like, so it's like, <laughs> right, yeah, hella cold on top of a hill. Yeah, no less. Yeah, yeah. In that uh, time period, they didn't have blown-in insulation, so yeah. shit's drafty. <laughs> yeah. So John comes in. He's obviously upset. He comes in. People start yelling. Uh, Logan whacks somebody, whacks James in the face with a gun. And they're all yelling. And then, blam, John's face gets shot off. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. Classic. Like, you see the shadow of it. And there's, like, brains and stuff all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Logan hit John in the face with his gun, not James. They're all yelling and scuffling. And then James walks in and he's like, I heard a noise and he's like rubbing his eyes. And then that's when. Yeah. And it's like that silhouette splatter. And whose gun is it? Is it dogs or is it? We, I think it's purposely. We don't know. Ambiguous. It's ambiguous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It could be either one. That shot John. Correct. Yeah. I mean, in the top scene here, uh, uh, Logan uh, Sr., is definitely pointing the gun at his face. Yeah. Right. For yes. sure. But we'll, we'll talk about why that's important later on. Yes. So super upsetting. James runs over and he's like, Papa, no. Everybody's like yelling and Logan and, his, and dog. Yeah. Rose is screaming. Logan and dog are freaking out. Um, dog goes to shoot James and Rose like pushes him out of the way. Pushes the gun. Shoot. He pulls the yeah, trigger. Yeah, yeah. He trigger. shoots. Um, and she like pushes dog so that he can't actually kill James. James like slaps him in the face and it says slap. And you're like, oh wow. Good job, James. Of course yeah. you did, James. Oh, of yeah. course you did. Way to you assert yourself, James. You just killed so your dad. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's the only um, thing he knows is slaps. <laughs> yeah. Slap hands, guys. Slap hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like there's all this like freaking out. What are you doing? Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. So Thomas Logan goes to kill James and he's like, you soft little turd. You think there ain't another barrel full of where that came from? Blah, blah, blah. And then he like all of a sudden starts bleeding from like his stomach, chest James cavity. Punches him. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, so James has bone claws, guys. Weird. I love that last panel. James is on the ground, <gasps> on his knees, and he's, yeah. his two hands to the sides, and you see little claws coming out. Little half-chub claws, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so cute. And, you know, the comic world exploded when this episode came out because nobody thought James was Wolverine. Yeah. It was so out of left field. Like we, Tim had been saying, everybody assumed it was dog. Yep. Yep. Because it seemed like the obvious choice. Yeah. Dad looked just like Wolverine. He kind of acted like Wolverine does in some ways. James was the polar opposite of Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I thought that was such a genius move. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Such great storytelling there. And so for me, like whether I had read this or not in the past, I don't remember. So it doesn't count. But Dan had mentioned that Wolverine's real name was James Howlett. Right, and so Tim was I, saying we yeah known that yeah, and, and that so ruins it. I mean, did you think there was a double bluff where like Dog posed as James Howlett or something like that? Yeah, because like, that's when I, yeah. I had this internal monologue where I was like, <laughs> "All right, well, obviously Dog is Wolverine, so <laughs> how does he get that name? Oh, <laughs> right. this is going down. He must right. like pretend he's James from here on out, or and something. And like, I'm not going to go through the rest of my life as Dog. <laughs> right, <laughs> give me a break. So what's real funny is not knowing that James Howlett was Wolverine's name. Mm -hmm. I totally knew that James Howlett was Wolverine throughout the whole thing. <gasps> you just knew. I was like, there's no way that this badass kid that they call dog and treat like crap is Wolverine. It's got to be this pampered because, mm -hmm. again, it's a stupid rogue story. I had everything in life and my parents were killed and everything was taken from me. And now I hate everyone. It's perfect. So yeah, I didn't that's, know it was him. That's it's pretty perfect. much it, yeah. For for the opposite reason, I thought it was Dog, where I was like, well, it's a Wolverine story, so it's going to be super straightforward <laughs> with no suspense and no twists and really no plot. I was like, so... <laughs> Oh like, man, we gotta is, read other Wolverine stories. Like this for is this way show. too obvious. It's yeah. way too obvious that Dog would be Wolverine, so it's not him, <laughs> which is totally fair. But also, it, it duped everybody at the time. It's super. Well, especially when it, it came out monthly. You know, you read the first issue. Right. Everybody thought it was dog. Mm -hmm. By the time you read this, the second issue a month later, it's like, You're like oh, what? shit. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. not. For sure. <laughs> what? Yeah. So part three is called The Beast Within. And it starts with just like, you know, leftover craziness at the estate. John and Thomas Logan are both dead. Dog is bleeding from the face because apparently when James slapped him, he actually like clawed him a little bit. already popped the claws, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, all right. I have a little bit more respect for that slap then. pops my claws in. <laughs> <laughs> One um, observation that I had just like looking through this again. So Elizabeth's hair is very short, like super pixie mm -hmm. short, which is very mm -hmm. unlike that time. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like, we know she spent some time in the asylum. Maybe it was like six months ago because odds are pretty good. If she went to an insane asylum, they probably they shaved, shaved her head. Yeah. yeah. So she couldn't tear her hair out or something. Something like or that. She tore or her hair out. A super important yeah, part, too. Sorry to go back a little bit yeah. to that scene is um, when Thomas Logan gets in there. He Elizabeth is not freaking out really like she should be. Correct. Um, he goes up to her and is effectively like, all right, where's the money? Let's go. Come on. Yeah. We're going to run away. Yep. She's like, OK. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously. OK, George. There's a thing there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, show. Um, it's really emotional, too, where like James is freaking out and he's like, I can't feel my hands. Like, Rose, what's happening? Like, he like goes to Rose, not like, Mom, what's happening to me? 
but Rose because Rose has been there and his mom hasn't been. He's pretty much just been able to glance at his mom maybe once or twice a week and that's yeah, it. Yep. Yeah. Well, she's like ogling their creepy redneck landscaper. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, oh, rednecks. <laughs> yeah, right? I, um, I will say, too, one of the things that kind of took me out at this part of the story is Lo- uh, not Logan. Which Logan? <laughs> uh, John. John. James. James Howlett. James Howlett. <laughs> they, they are these super little stubby Wolverine claws that mm-hmm. he has out. And Rose keeps talking about how he looks like this monster. He's this beast now that, like, no, is incomprehensible as human. It's just like, it's literally the same guy, except he has, like, they're, like, two inches long. Yeah, but at the same time, like, mutants weren't, like, a common well, knowledge she doesn't thing know at this point. Right, but she doesn't know he's a mutant. Like, you can right. barely see the claws from more than five feet away. And she's just like, oh, my God, he's a hideous monster now. It's literally just the same guy when, if his hands are in his pockets, he's... I wonder if part of it, because she describes the sound that he makes and how, like, she'll never forget it, you know? So I wonder if it's, like, the two of those combined. Like, because, yeah, the claws are kind of, like, if he just straightens out his fingers, you can't even see them. Right. You know, they don't extend further than that. But maybe it's that with the sound. And the fact that he lashed out physically, like, he slapped, clawed dog in the face, and then he punched Logan in the stomach and killed him because he also impaled him three times. So yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I guess he did murder somebody. Yeah. I've been I've been reading a lot of uh, the original Sherlock Holmes works, which is roughly the same time period. Mm-hmm. Almost um, women are sorry portrayed in in that era as extremely frail. Like you see mm. something that's not ordinary, you faint. Yeah, like women have uh, brain true. fever. For months after seeing something that's like, oh, my God, someone got hit by a carriage. Oh, and they just faint. Yeah. Like somebody died in front of me. Mina didn't faint when Lucky got hit. She sure did. Well, (laughs) Mina's from stronger stuff. She's She's made from from the mud of the 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 lake. (laughs) Be sure to listen to a grim podcast at Perils Adventure to understand what they're talking about there. So uh, anything out of the ordinary, especially this, is you're the devil. Yeah. You okay, know? that is true. That's fair. You got to think yeah. of the time period, Tim. I also don't think that Thomas Logan would die from being penetrated by three inch and a half. <laughs> I don't think that that short. They're tiny. Very legitimately, they're about the size of maybe the two digits on your pinky at most. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. It is a little. Maybe like it he punched him on once in the stomach. Him. Yeah. Right. So, and especially like, I don't know, if you get stabbed in the stomach. Puncture it usually takes about 15 minutes to die. No, instantly. And you so don't know much. that you were stabbed either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was bleeding, at all. He he bleeding for minutes until he fell over. It was like in cartoons and they run over the edge of a cliff and they don't fall until they realize that they're not <laughs> right. on the cliff yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, so he was already been... bleeding a whole bunch and well, then he fainted. He's also probably wasted and high on adrenaline. I was going to say, yeah, those two things are all probably right. true. Uh, sorry to bring everybody down to earth here. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and he was malnourished from his life in poverty. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> so, right. So with the, with the sound thing, um, usually Wolverine, I do know this because I believe Dan and I have talked about this before with the sound uh, that they write in comics, the that usually it's so good. It's a perfect yeah. sound, you know, yeah. but that looks like it doesn't come out quickly. So yeah. it's probably like 
you know, these right. bones and ripping like you out can of his. See, it's like there's like flappy skin. Oh, it looks because yeah, so it's gross. not like a precise. It's very yeah, it's Ugh. bone claw. Looks right. Great. So I can understand yeah. that it was probably a real awful painful. Sound. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so, so James boned for sure. James Logan boned to death. Absolutely. His probable father. And he to death. He boned yeah. dog right in the face too. three times. <laughs> Both right in the them. eyes. Both of them. He boned three times. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's saying that. And his mom, apparently, right too. The, the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> creeper. Potentially his mother potentially, as well. Yeah, someone bonus. Well, that's mom something we're going to talk about yeah. here. So she says, Oh, James, oh, please, not you. So it's like. It's not again, not you, James. Right. So his older brother. Huh. Huh. Weird. Hmm. So do we think. Yes. John Jr. had the same mutation. I believe he was mad. Did he? Do we think he died of natural causes or was he killed for being a quote freak? Probably killed. Yeah, I think they killed. Kind of he probably that. like blaspheme, like the devil sort of justification there. Yeah. Yeah. If I know anything about Alberta, Canada in the 1800s. <laughs> That's right. Which I don't. <laughs> and so this is why Tim and I were emphasizing the dates on the headstone, like he was 12 when he was killed. Yeah. Typically mutant powers manifest themselves at the onset of puberty, mm -hmm. which is right around 12. Mm -hmm. so. Which is why James never popped claws until now. Right. <laughs> I love pop claws. <laughs> mm. So it seems like probably John had the same or similar. I think he's the one that clawed elizabeth and that's why she has the scars from oh, john jr gotcha agree it, it could have been so james's James. older brother john boned his mom yes yes gotcha <laughs> yes. boned Pop by so closet. many people yeah <laughs> uh that's i think claws. there's we don't know that for sure from the comic yeah but they don't seem that fresh they look like scars not yeah right open yeah it wounds. wasn't like the maid was like dressing them as a wound right yeah right. so i think it was john had that as well. John Jr. boned his mom and then she went to the psych ward. Yes. Yeah. There. I mean, I makes, would. Makes sense. I just, I agree. I think 100% wholeheartedly, I feel like that is probably like the older son probably had the same mutation. They probably killed him. But hush, hush. John, the dad's character, I just feel like that's so out of line for him. That's what's hard to tell. Or maybe but, is that why he's the way he is now, where he like overcompensates? Like, like he did this horrible nice. thing, so right. now he's super mm, nice right. to everybody. All or the time. he let the father do it. Mm. The oh, old man, yeah, I mean, the old man definitely would have. Yeah, done he would have taken yeah. care maybe of that. He had no idea. Right. Oh, they didn't even tell John. Right. He okay. still thinks that it was that <gasps> John Yo, Jr. died of. I bet they sickness. poisoned him. So that it would look like he got sick. Could oh yeah, oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So many. I could totally see Elizabeth right now. I yeah. love this <laughs> old man and and Elizabeth doing that conniving together to yes. get rid of this freak. Yep. But the if family. that's the case, that also kind of alludes to um, Thomas Logan being yeah, John Junior's father as well. He's the dad. Both of them. He's got to be. Yeah. There's actually a scene, uh, I think it's a page later, after after she calls her son uh, a damned abortion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's in the next page, uh, there's a scene where um, Elizabeth, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, is sorry. It's my wife's name. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> is, is holding Thomas and she's like, oh, Thomas, what have I done? And I'm like, like, clearly she has feelings something between man. them. Yeah. 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 So I I definitely get in the vibe that. John is not James' daddy. 
Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. why yeah. Thomas looks just like Wolverine. Right. To be that visual clue yeah. that he's mm-hmm. the actual father. Yeah. Oof. Crazy. So she, you know, like Taylor said, she calls James a damned abortion and slaps him and he's freaking out. I don't think James was the one to give Elizabeth those scars. Right. So these next couple pages kind of confused me because James runs away and Rose chases him. And then we see dog who's got like the slash marks on his face, but I didn't realize that it was dog at first. For some reason, I thought that it was James had like cut himself or something, which now that I look back, I realize that that's really dumb. Um, but so it's dog and Elizabeth are left in the bedroom and he's like freaking out and he's like, oh, my gosh, are you going to hurt me? And she's like, don't worry, it won't hurt at all. And then she kills herself, yeah. shoots herself with a Ooh, gun. That and that face. panel, oh, my God, it's haunting. It's yeah. the so look good. on her face. <laughs> she's like half smiling. And, oh, it's oh, so man. freaking yeah. creepy. So Rose and James, they, um, you know, she goes to him and tries to find help. The local constables with Mrs. Hopkins, they go to see old man Howlett um, and tell him that it's something. Because he's all like mad, like, why would you wake me up at this hour? And they're like, it's to do with your family. And he's like, so? (laughs) I don't have family. (laughs) Like, okay. I don't even like those people. Yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, Uh, he doesn't. True. 100% true and in character for him. Um, and so they interrogate dog. He accuses Rose and says that she came in with a gun. And so, you know, the, the manhunt is kind of on. <laughs> they believe it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two like, guns. Yeah. right. All four rounds have been fired. Uh huh. Oh yeah. She brought two guns. in. She came in guns a blazing and she's invulnerable when she's blasting, right. which but, is how she was able to get away. By <laughs> yeah. the way, folks, these are double barreled shotguns. These are not like, yeah, yeah they're not pistols, like little pea, pea you know? shooters. Um, it's interesting though, because so things are kind of happening on like parallel storylines where the constables, they go talk to old Mr. Hallett, um, and they interrogate dog. Meanwhile, Rose and James are going around like the neighboring areas trying to find help. And you can see on his hands, like we're used to Wolverine being like, boop, boop, like out in with his claws. But like James's claws are like slowly retracting back into him. like. Her claws that last longer than four hours. <laughs> you should really see a doctor. <laughs> so they're barber surgeons he does it, he can't control it. Like, <laughs> but imagine like you like bonk that on something. And, oh God, God, I'm stuck to this so door. Shameful. <laughs> um, it's. I hope so... my bone claws go back in before I have to answer a problem on the math board. <laughs> <laughs> and I really have to pee. <laughs> oh no! I accidentally cut this sink in half. <laughs> Stop it. So much. Stop it. Um, so they go. So we're sorry. Blah, 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 so many. So's. it's wintertime in Alberta, Canada, BT dubs. So snow is going, whatever. They're trying to find help. They go to Rose's aunt Hazel for help. And she's like a super bitch about it. And she's like, well, you know, you went up to the hill she says, you stopped being family the day you chose to go up and live on that hill, young Rose. Like, what do people have? Again? You sent me here. <laughs> right. And I could only imagine, did. like, the flip of that. If Rose had gone to live with this Aunt Hazel, she would have been like, well, you're just another mouth to feed now. And it's like, well, at least Rose went somewhere and, like, had employment. 
I don't I, know. I'm curious if, because the constable's already been around at this point, if she's just kind of putting up that front because she's like, well, obviously something's going on. You're a criminal. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want you here. Yeah. So maybe that's not. Her, I don't want to be hanged as well. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. The, the richest people in town just got shot. I don't know. Right. Right. This. Like, I want nothing to do with this. Um, it's a really mild winter, by the way, because it's only like three feet on the ground. Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. For Alberta <laughs> spring. <laughs> Not bad at all. So it looks like they start to go back to the Howlett estate and old man, the old man, like, confronts them and he's got a gun and he's basically like you know take this money get the hell out of here he says the last of my line died yesterday i have no grandson so that could be him hinting that james isn't really like related think, to him i think he right. is he talking literally or is he said you know like yeah you're gone you're dead to me kind of thing yeah so there's a there's a panel here where there's the old man's face and then like a hand with claws coming out. i had this very specific okay. yeah i, was I like, had the this, same thought this particular panel messed with my brain for 20 years until this reading of it i finally realized what was shown in this panel i've thought since the first time i read this that it is old man howlett's hands and he's holding him up in front of them showing them that he has claws too for sure and it's confused the crap out of me because it's like well then logan can't be his dad because he's john's dad this reading i finally realized it's rose holding up uh, James's hands so the old man doesn't see the claws. I had Lindsay come into the room. <laughs> I was like, all right, you hold up your hand. I'm facing you this way. It's your left hand in front of my face. It would show like... So Andy, of all... Andy Kubert, I'm on first name basis with him. Yeah, of yeah, all obviously. the panels other than the crazy cross-eyed one, <laughs> this, oh this panel... That's my face when I'm blasting. But. Yeah, right? <laughs> this panel... Is the only one that gets me where I'm just there was some other way to show it for sure. Because I definitely for 20 years. This is Mm -hmm. that's him holding his hand up for sure. Like this man is like, like, look at look at my claws as well. Like yours are bigger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was that he was just having them come out a little ways to show them that they're going to go back in. But yeah, it's Rose holding James's hand up so he doesn't see the claws. Yeah. Which Agreed. True. Messed with me for so long. I was so confused about the story for the. I'm really glad time. that everyone else had that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad too because I thought it was. I just didn't understand it for the longest time. I yeah. felt stupid. Yeah. So Rose buys a train ticket to British Columbia. They make their way to a mining colony in the middle of nowhere. We meet Smitty, who becomes a really important Smitty. character later on. Smitty. They get jobs at the mine. James is going to haul a barrel full of rock and Rose is going to work in the office uh, to hide their identity. Rose calls James Logan, uh, establishes that they are cousins. And it's funny because they're like, they look at James's hands, but his claws have gone away by this point. And yeah. he's like, he can't do any work. Yeah, I love that fake guy where he's like, let me look at your hands. She's like, no, no, no. And he's like, that's what I thought. She's like, oh, and he's like, yeah, I worked a day in your life. And it's like, why would he think that he had claws? Bro? Right. Like, what are you right, like, what? I get you're paranoid at this point. Right. But um, come on, girl. Because there's a there's a part before this where it's like all of his wounds are just healing miraculously. Like, yeah. why are you concerned at all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
He just it, doesn't know who he is, you know what I mean? And isn't awake and in a coma most of the time. It so, like. I was just going to say, he gets so like, he like really folds in on himself and he's just yeah. like not really there and not really with it. And it's, it's unclear if that's just his like grief and his coping mechanism or if it literally Rose alludes to like, is that his like healing factor, like wiping that shit out of his brain? Yeah. So he I think doesn't it's a even bit remember of both, it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, super, super cool. traumatic. And then it's also his mutant powers are manifesting because there's one point where he's like, I can smell everything. And Somebody's like it's cooking loud a pie or whatever. And yeah. yeah. Like he's yeah. finally those there's powers three people are in the hedge garden. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, his healing factor. They talk about how they, they use that as the excuse of why he didn't remember anything because his his brain heals unlike other people. Like right. your the neurons in your brain don't ever multiply. Mm-hmm. Memories are dead brain cells. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have dead brain cells because they don't, they don't go through mitosis. They don't create new cells in the brain, but in Wolverine's case, he, he does. And that's why he doesn't remember things. Yo, I have a really bad memory. You just have a really healing. Right. Brain. I am like fucking Wolverine. most likely though with, with constant cell regeneration, uh, Wolverine should be really completely overrun with cancer. I knew you're going to say real cancer. Yeah. Well, that's. Supposed to be, I mean, they've explained things throughout yeah. the years that like he doesn't, he's can't get cancer because like of the healing factor. So, uh, yeah, and you can use this stand if you want to. And I'm sorry to go on a side tangent, but forever, uh, I made a superhero, um, and his superhero ability is to regenerate cells, which means he's also good offensively because he can give you cancer. Oh, so he goes up to you and he, he just gives you, you that power. Well, yeah, so he goes up to you and he touches you and he picks cells to regenerate so you you know fucking lost an arm boom i'm gonna grow your arm arm back there you go but he also walks up to somebody else and touches them and says you now have pancreatic cancer because he just regenerated cells on his pancreas that's terrifying elixir kind of goes that route a little bit with his gold hand and his black hand yeah all right part four (laughs) (laughs) she holds up her hands like i don't know what to do with my hands this is my gold this is my wiping hand it's my gold hand it's not the blank <laughs> front to back <laughs> always so part four is called heaven and hell logan air quotes it's james but from now on we'll probably be referring to him as logan because that's you know the alias that he's going by he's like f- flexing and unflexing his hand like fist open fist open he's trying to pop his claws again reminded me a little bit of the first spider-man movie where he's trying to get (laughs) go up go (laughs) go (laughs) oh my gosh it's so funny it was a genius show um he's young and small everybody calls him a run all the time he doesn't really talk he just works we meet yeah it's adorable and like i forgot that he is so small so everybody calls him a runt. We meet Cookie, who's the worst. Cookie. He's a fat cook who's bullied by others. Logan's slow, but Smitty wants to give him a chance, probably because of Rose, because she's a hottie, even though she's a teenager. She's a bit, we we assume it's been a few years since she moved to it's the, the yeah, estate. Hundreds. So she's probably yeah, right? 14, Child 15, 16 by now. Yeah. Perhaps it, it, I, I believe the the normal consensus then was if there is grass on the field, play ball. <laughs> oh. <Ew>. Wow. <laughs> P. 
people didn't last long, like past 30. So. I mean, that's true. The true. reason for that um, idiom is actually because it's not an idiom, but whatever, uh, <laughs> is to prevent the um, reproduction of people with alopecia. No kidding. <laughs> you yep. made that up. I did, but <laughs> it could be real. I believed you there for half a second, and then you made a face. Like, I mean, I want to play ball, but there's no grass on the field. And right. Papa always said, <laughs> you know, I just can't. Oh, God. So you're saying the people with alopecia back in the day were very safe from, like, being married off? Because mm-hmm. they always mm. looked young? Because they had no grass on their field. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Exclusively. Wow. <laughs> Logan's like going with this little wheelbarrow full of rocks and cookies like, oh, hey, let me help you. And then he drops the barrel full of rock down a hillside. To be fair to Cookie. Um, no. <laughs> just no. At this point, Cookie does not a, not a really bad guy. Cookie just got beat up for apparently shorting people that he was not shorting. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It does establish a cycle of bullying, though. Yeah. Cookie is also so. very large and no one else is. And that could be right. because they are stonemason workers and he is a cook. Right. However, <laughs> when they talk about that, like one guy is like, don't you notice you're the only fat guy around here cooking? He's like, well, I do. yeah, but all I do is cook. You guys are pulling tons of stone all day long. Like, yeah. what, what do you right. Yeah. Me? I mean, obviously, they're getting more exercise, but a good like, chef he's taste his work. Like, I don't trust you know, a skinny chef. You can't trust a skinny right. chef unless it's Gordon Ramsay. So, um, Dan pointed out in the notes, the panel, the last panel in that scene, Cookie has the same look as Dog from issue one. Is that like it? It's like a mirror image of that panel where he has that smile on his face and, and like he's the got straw a piece of straw sticking out of his mouth. Yeah. And the same picture of Dog in issue one, he's just on the opposite side of the panel, that same smile, or it's just like, I'm going to mess with this guy. Maybe... Wolverine's real mutant power is to just draw people's yeah, hate towards them. And it doesn't work on everybody. It's worked oh on me. God. It's worked on Cookie. <laughs> it's worked on Dog. But it's the same smile. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I love it's that. The, the panel with Dog is right after um, James is playing some one of those hoop stick game things. And he loses his hoop near dog and he's like, Hey, can I have my hoop back? And dog like throws it. And James is like, <laughs> stupid kid. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're going to get pocket sanded later. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing. Well, in that case, dog didn't do it like to be mean. Cause that's the whole game is he chased the stick, the hoop with the stick, but cookie kind of the same thing was like, Oh, I got your wheelbarrow. Oh, I let go. Now it fell down the hill. Right. Uh, And then he has that same look as James goes and chases after it. Yeah. So it's very interesting. And I like that um, that callback to issue one. That's like a callback and foreshadowing at the same time where it's like, okay, Cookie's going to have the same relationship with James as callback is way better than past shadowing, which is what I was going to (laughs) say. Man, that past shadowing. (laughs) So Logan gets all mad about it and he like storms into their cabin, won't talk to Rose, won't talk to anybody. She's worried about him and she's not sure if they're even going to survive the first winter. Um, Cookie ends up like beating Logan up a little bit when he gets made fun of by the others. So like Cookie gets embarrassed. Logan is there. Cookie beats him up to feel better. Again, Logan's the small one. Cookie knows he's not going to fight back. And he did. Cookie's 
huge compared to this yes. kid. Well, yeah. and, and like Danny said, it's a cycle of bullying. Uh, Cookie only lashes out at Logan right after he's been made fun of or mm-hmm. attacked himself. And totally. Just passing yeah. the buck. Yep. And that's exactly it. And I that's love how it goes. That theme throughout this series is the, the, the cycle of torture yeah. yep. in ways that yep. was, you know, at this at the estate and in the mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Smitty steps in and tells Cookie to knock it off. Um, time passes like a year and a half. Um, Rose becomes, you know, super hot. Logan's a hunter. There's an interesting juxtaposition. So Logan is hunting a deer in the woods and Rose is bathing in the river because you got to have that gratuitous nudity, that side boob, you know. Yeah, I mean, here it's, I don't think it's too gratuitous because it no, it's doesn't not form too bad. the story. Yeah. And it's not like actual nudity. Right. It's still just, okay. Is it 100% necessary? Right. Maybe not, but I think this the, the idea that she's bathing here is really important. Very specifically, I thought they were going a different way with this. I thought they were trying to pose her as vulnerable and that the person in the woods was not Logan. It was Dog. Because especially when you first see him come out of the woods, this is the first time we've seen Logan without a shirt on looking all kind of like feral. Mm-hmm. He's been Yes. So I, yeah. So very specifically, I was like, right. obviously this person okay. is taking their diet and their nutrition seriously and are most likely going to builtbars.com and using code professional casual to make sure that not only are they getting an efficient protein, but they are also getting it for an efficient price. Um, but no, very specifically, when he comes out of the woods, I was like, oh, shit, dog's caught up. You to thought him. that was dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, dog's the bounty hunter now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but we see someone he's creeping on Rose at this time. And you kind of assume some people might assume that it's James, but it's Cookie. It's clearly Cookie. Yeah. Oh, wait, it is? Oh, yeah. you, see, you see a picture of his face. Oh, that is Cookie. Looking and through the, like, gotcha. the. So I think that played into my thinking it was dog was I was like, well, that's obviously not Logan. It must right. be. Right. But it's Cookie creeping on her. And that's why I say the bat scene is kind of important to show this part of Cookie's character that he is completely violating her privacy. Right. And there's a panel of Logan's feet and he like snaps a twig and it like gets the deer's attention. And then on the next page, there's a panel with booted feet snapping a twig. And it's like right after the panel with cookies face. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that was cookie either. I would not have assumed that those were cookies feet. I only assume that they are because we know Logan's barefoot. Yeah. So that's why I assumed it wasn't Logan. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know. just, like those are just tiny feet for a big man is all I'm saying. So that's right. why I didn't think it was cookie. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um also because of Wolverine Origins, I assumed Cookie was the blob. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, dog is obviously Sabretooth and Logan is Wolverine yeah. and Cookie is the blob. That's really funny. I spoiler like alert for the spoiler alert for the rest of this miniseries is one thing I really like about it is that it doesn't have connections to anybody else. Right. Yeah. It's completely isolated. Regardless of what I think for pretty much literally the entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Logan ends up getting the deer while he's hunting in the woods. And it's really important, like not to say anything to cookie about it. Because Logan's like, he'll kill me. It's like, why? Because you got a deer like he's shorting people on food, allegedly. Like, why? What? Why would that be a big deal? But we know that there's like animosity between the two of them. So whatever. Um, Plus, Cookie, you probably see it as J- Logan, like trying, trying to one up him, up him yep. and, and taking like, power. I won't away. have a job mm-hmm. if someone else is getting the food. Yeah. 
exactly. Which is a real concern for sure. I mean, it's. He obviously can't do anything else at the quarry. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So James or sorry. Uh, Rose talks about how Logan's changed. She keeps calling him James, but he's like, it's Logan. Like, you're the one that wanted me to change, Rose. Well, he so, says that to her, yeah. yeah. Which um, is very typical of modern Wolverine, of just blaming all of his stupid problems on other people. <laughs> well, you're the one who left your motorcycle there, Boy Scout. <laughs> if you don't want me to steal Slim. it, don't leave it around and leave the keys in your motorcycle jacket pocket. <laughs> That was in your room that was locked. <laughs> and I picked the lock with my middle claw. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, so she like kind of tries to interrogate him a little bit about um, like why the hunting, like where did you learn to hunt? And he describes it as being an urge, which is really interesting to me. And then there's that panel of her boobs. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. definitely a boob panel. Oh, is there? Oh, sure. Not like in her shirt, but. Yeah. Oh. He says it's I mean, that an could urge. Be anything. That could be a butt with an arm off it. <laughs> <laughs> an urge. He also, says it's an urge, but he's also, you know, trying to hint that he has feelings for her as well. Yeah, he Wolverine's always been urges. really good at expressing his feelings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was sarcasm. <laughs> so, nah, Tim's never sarcastic. We've, we've also overstepped probably one of the most important um, oh. Wolverine origin story things is that Smitty... Calls everyone bub. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, We're yes, going to yes, talk yes. about things yep. like that later on. But yeah, Smitty calls people bub. And there's lots of cigar smoking at this mining camp, which is kind of one of like Wolverine's yeah. signature things. Um, I yeah, liked I loved that. They kind of show some of these things that he picked, on, picked up on that become part of Wolverine's character later yeah. on. But they don't go full solo and try to explain every little aspect of Wolverine. <laughs> right. Oh We're like, oh, Chewbacca, that's way too long. You need a nickname. This is the store he got his vest from. <laughs> I, I really like the movie Solo, but I hate that they had to try to explain everything yeah. about him. It was a right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind it. <laughs> Somebody in a passing town... Or someone like passing through town was like, oh, you look so cute with mutton chops. And he's like, all right, growing mutton chops now. <laughs> that kind of thing. I thought you're going into like a real life story there for a second. Oh, I was no. lost. Also, quick aside, Han Solo, totally the war, the Wolverine of um, Star Wars, gets in the way, fucking leaves when everyone, everyone needs him. A bunch of people die. And then he shows up to save you the day. You don't like Han Solo? No, he's the Wolverine. You better be careful. Taylor's going to murder you in the parking lot. I, it is very unfortunate. I like Taylor a lot. <laughs> and then when I go on a rant, I find out the thing I'm talking about is something he cares about. And then I feel really mad. No, see, I've done his with wedding Aquaman, vows, he I've said with... he is the Chewbacca to Liz's Han Solo. That's true. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. So you don't identify as Han Solo. No, you I just identify love as Chewie. Okay. <laughs> um, don't we all? But very right. legitimately, he fucking just bails. And then... Pretty much the entire red unit dies. And, and then, then he, he decides, eh, himself. I'll swoop in now after all of our friends are dead. <laughs> and I'll get all the glory in mind. Yeah. I, sounds I, like I, I gotta be honest. Fortune and glory. I don't, Han Solo's cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, as the, you know, quote unquote cool with like the stupid ass sunglasses and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but he's definitely like the worst. Like he is <laughs> yeah, the totally. worst. You know, like That's anytime really he shows up on camera, he's great because it's Harrison Ford. Correct. Oh, Seriously. It's the same thing with Wolverine. Wolverine Sploosh. is an asshole, but goddamn Hugh Jackman. Ooh, mm. You know? <laughs> wow, you got it bad for Hugh Jackman. Ooh, I have a, it bad for uh, Bob Hoskins, who should have played him. <laughs> um, so to finish up this issue, 
Rose isn't even sure at this point if Logan remembers what happens in Alberta. Um, she doesn't know what to do to help him. So she just keeps like writing in her journal and she figures someday she'll give it to him or whatever if he wants it because he doesn't want to talk about it. She's he's like, all you ever want to do is talk, blah, blah, blah. I'm not that person anymore. So he takes off. Um, he gets in another fight with Cookie. Um, Smitty comes to help him and he tells him that he needs to defend himself. Smitty does a sweet double handed Buffalo punch. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really freaking awesome. And at this no point, had a name. at this point, Logan is like the coolest guy around. He's doing everything. He's, He's given deer to people that right. lost their provider and like, little Smitty. It's funny because now when cookie like beats on him, everybody is like, dude, lay off of the kid. Like he right. didn't do anything wrong. Whereas the first time he beat on him, they were like, all right, go cookie. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, and they cookie hates that. And they regularly leave hanging out with cookie to go hang out with. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he runs off, he being Logan runs off into the woods, joins Wolfpack, learns how to pop his claws, submits to the Blackford alpha wolf. I definitely thought he was getting attacked in that panel. I did not realize that he was like submitting to them. Well, yeah, I, I didn't pick yeah, up I think on that. that was part of it is that like they were like the last panel that issue Logan is like laying on the ground, partly because he popped his claws. And I think that like takes a lot out of him. But then like. He looks like he he's like hunched down, classic Wolverine pose, ready to like fight this wolf, and then he lays down on the ground. Yeah, yeah. it looks by like exhaustion. Yeah, sure. but mm-hmm. I I I see it also as submitting. Like he's joining the pack, but he's not the alpha. Right. I actually that's a great thought. I completely missed that, and that's that's really why I get paid eye. the big bucks, Tim. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Especially by Built Bar. Talking about big bucks, if you want to support the podcast and the network, you can check us out at patreon.com slash professional casual. Yeah. So many tiers to join. There's a lot of awesome stuff there, too. For as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. That's it. Just a dollar. Access to a bunch of cool stuff. Just dig around in your couch. Find a dollar in coins that you know are there. Somehow put it on the Internet. No, you open (laughs) your CD (laughs) tray in your computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I thought that was a cup holder. It doubles as a cup holder, but it's also how you get money physically in your computer. Oh, you got to shake it up a little bit. Is that how the PayPal works? Mm-hmm. You're the tech guy. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I count on you for this. So part five is called Revelation. We have this really cool juxtaposition with Logan hunting with the pack while Rose reads The Tiger, um, which is by William Blake. Logan takes down a deer, lets the wolves have it. Half because he's not of the station to eat, half because it's raw. So that's right. what I thought at first, too. But now that Dan brought in the alpha thing, um, yeah, he would have to eat last, right? Yeah. Kinda? Yeah. Yeah. So in the notes I put, he is he, he he lets the wolves have it. He isn't one. He isn't of the station to eat. And I said that and it's raw. Yeah. But yeah. He may have still eaten it, but he has he to wait his turn, back. which yeah. would right. be the last bit, the, yep. the, mm-hmm. the worst cuts. So it's cool that Rose is reading that poem while he's hunting. I really like that they did that and they called on really good literature from this time. It's really cool. I like it. Pops to them. Tiger, tiger burning bright. So Logan walks in on Rose and Smitty talking. He doesn't like it. They're clearly very chummy. She's like handing him back the book and he's also touching the book. And it's like, we're both touching the same thing. Next, are you going to show me your ankle? Like, ooh, girl. Because it's so, yeah, it's so that time period. Um, There's clearly something between them and more time has passed. So it's not super creepy predatory, you know, not as creepy. Right. But it's it seems consensual. Yeah, sure. 
So um, you might be creepy to us now, but again, she's she's at midlife. At this yes. point, we <laughs> figure she, we're yeah. guessing she's, she's start probably about out eighteen. Those kids. Pop them out. So she's oh, she's yeah, like yeah. middle almost aged. past midlife. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's on the decline. Yeah. Is what yeah. we're saying. Get, I, get I, she's <laughs> reading books. She, and, and she's at the point now where it's like you she's, might not survive childbirth. Yeah, <laughs> I do um, like that they make it clear that it's like consensual. Like, yeah, it's not just Smitty lusting after her. So Smitty remains right. like a relatively pure character. Well, in yeah. the in a way, you know what I mean. Right, like, sure. he's bringing her books and. Yeah, you know he's they spend a, a lot of time together. He's being a office. decent dude about it, not just like taking advantage of her, like right. dog. Like dog tried to, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um. So really interesting about Logan's character in this. Smitty's there to talk to him about a new job that he wants him to do, and Logan is really like curt and very short with him. He mm-hmm. doesn't elaborate a lot. He's like, Smitty's like, oh, so the foreman tells me that you guys finished early and so I wanted to talk to you about that. And Wolverine's like, so talk. Just fucking talk to me. So talk. Stop macking on my cousin. That's my cousin. (laughs) My cousin. Um, So it turns out he wants Logan to do some work with dynamite. He wants him to handle the the dynamite. The last guy blew off his fingers and went blind. So... They go out and try it out. We find out that the fuses last about a minute. So you have a minute between lighting it and getting to safety. Um, So which is a long time, I feel like a minute. Yeah. Depends on, I think, how far you are in the mind, like where they are in this, where they're like they go like into like the entryway of the cave and put it in yeah, there. They're in then the foyer. Like, of yeah. The cave. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> blasting. The they're blasting in the foyer. And <laughs> now it's really surprising that they don't have like a Sam Guthrie here um, to do this particular job because like he's Kentucky. near invulnerable uh, while he's blasting. And he's not alive yet. <laughs> that, oh, they, Those uh, jokes are going to be so funny. Starting Once next people- episode. <laughs> when we talk about new mutants. Yes. God, just stick with us long enough to get there. It will be worth it. I promise. And then stick long enough to get through them because yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. good. Um, so Logan and Smitty bond over the stuff. It's great. Is this where laughing. Logan laughs? They, they laugh together. <laughs> they're just, they're just up on the up. hill. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> <laughs> we blew up a mine entrance. There were people in there. Um, so a couple of guys are giving Cookie a bunch of shit. Um, Uh-oh. You know what happens after Cookie gets shit? Yeah. They um, kind of confront him. They're playing cards, yada, yada. And Cookie really doesn't do anything to deserve it here either. Like, the dude has two pairs, two hands on a row. And he's like, wow, that's really lucky. And he's like, what are you trying to say? I'm a cheater? Fuck you, Cookie. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes it is undeserved what Cookie gets. Yeah, for sure. It's true. Yeah. For sure. Like, he's he's a shitbag, but the, the crap that he gets from others isn't bag. always yeah. Yeah. his fault. Um. So, yeah, it's it really hurts him that people hate him, but, like, Logan... And this is where he gets the like moniker, the Wolverine. Um, he said the one of the miners says he's a digger. All right. He's like, you ever seen one of them Wolverines going after a root? They never get it up till they got it. That's what that kid is. He's a Wolverine. So, yeah, there you go. He's a Wolverine. And you're like, oh, 
He's Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> Man, I didn't know until right now. Oh. I thought it was going to be Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> so Logan's. I'm still pegging dog. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, I want to go back. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of time is passing. Logan's working hard, um, blasting. And then disappears for days at a time in the mountains running with the wolf pack. Uh, Cookie decides to sabotage some of the dynamite, cuts some of the fuses shorter so they don't have the minute window to get free or to get to safety. Um, A cave in happens because of it and five men die. Everyone is sure that Logan is going to be found dead because, you know, he was in there. He didn't have enough time to get out. People are freaking out. Rose is freaking out. Um, and turns out he is safe underneath the wheelbarrow with the barrow kid. Well, and very specifically, like Smitty keeps. He does digging. not give he up. Will yeah. not give He's up. He's the Wolverine. Like a Wolverine here. going after a root. Smitty's um, Wolverine. I got it. It's raining. Everyone's <laughs> tired. They've already gotten five bodies out, and pretty much his entire staff is trying to convince him. Like, dude, give it up. Yeah, like, like, no. There's like, anyone still not. in there? They're they're gone. They don't call me Wolverine and him little Wolverine for nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm going after that route. And I love when they find him. He is like used his body as a shield for he's another like barrel kid. Yeah. yeah. Like not spooning in like a sexual way, but he's like wrapped his body around. Like I do this when I snuggle with Felix where like I wrap my body yeah. around his body. Um, it like when I saw that panel, I got very emotional about it because it's like, of course, you know, he's Wolverine, you know, he's going to survive the blast. But like yeah. for him, seemingly up until this point he's very selfish he does what he wants to do he doesn't talk to anybody he's very cold he's very heartless and then what why are you looking at me like that <laughs> i was just gonna say he's the best there is at what he does <laughs> <laughs> what he does isn't nice <laughs> i was so, waiting God for a, i was waiting for a point I to just, do it i'm just gonna look at taylor and tim from now on when we're <laughs> i don't know you always stare at me when you read the notes <laughs> Uh, I know you're so good looking, but she's attracted to you and like, can't you just take a compliment? Right. <laughs> Men can't yeah. generally know. No, it's, it's bad. <laughs> We're not complimented. <laughs> um, this really um, shows like a wolf mentality here. Mm. He's you don't turn your back on the pack. Yeah. You know, Aww. saves a cub. It's so cute. Why is there a kid doing the dynamite jobs in the mine, though? Oh, he was the barrel kid. kid. What, like what oh, Logan started as? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's where gotcha. the wheelbarrow came from. Because that's all put the, it on top of him. Gotcha. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I thought his last name was Barrow. And was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. that barrel kid. the barrel kid. kid. No, it's um, just that they can't do the I misunder. I misinterpreted a lot. In this <laughs> Still waiting so, for Sabretooth. <laughs> Still? Yeah. It, it's Cookie. By the way. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> so some time passes like Wolverine, Logan, whatever. He's still he's got like his arm in a sling and he's it's still understood that he's recovering air quotes. Um, Smitty gives him this cool like book about samurai, which is neat. And like says on the yeah, DL like samurai. Awesome. Yeah. On the DL, he's like, I don't know how you didn't die last night. I don't care how you didn't die. Like apparently the kid that he saved the kid's dad died in the blast. So like, it's just awesome that the mom slash wife didn't have to bury two bodies, Mm -hmm. only had to do one. So it's cool. Um, so I, I liked that where Smitty was like, I don't care how it happened. Like it's not my business. So I'm like, go Smitty. Cause he's seen some stuff cause he was a sailor. So not saying that he's he's seen mutants, but done a lot of traveling. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's seen some shit. Um, Cookie messes with Logan again. Logan knocks his teeth out. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And defeats that bully. Uh, but then he sees Rose and Smitty making out. So Aww. then he gets all sad because he's like, but that's my cousin. I'm on a route with that <laughs> cousin. cousin. Um, so he goes back to the woods. He fights the alpha and wins, but doesn't kill him. So now he's the alpha of the pack. And that's why I thought it was important to, to put that in the notes earlier that he submits. And then later he decides he's ready. Mm-hmm. He fights him for real this time and he wins. Right. And now it's like, now I'm in charge. Yeah. Now I need to get my wolf cousin. <laughs> yeah. I can't Aww. have Rose cousin. So now I want my hairy cousin. Oh God! Oh God! Nasty! Nasty! <laughs> Talking about peg dogs. I was just gonna say peg dogs over here. So, back in Alberta, huh? what? Old man Howlett is dying. Finally, what? sorry, God. He sends dog to find James. He regrets sending James and Rose away. So, and has apparently taken in dog. Yeah, it seems like dog. Yeah. Dog is he looks- this. Because sexy Huge. looking man. Dog is looking oh, really saber toothy here. He is. He looks kind of blondish, but he's got brown hair. It's and light brown. Yeah. Beautiful cut on his face. Mm-mm-mm. And he is Three large. He is tall. He is barn muscular. Size. He's a big he's what? Barn size. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said bone size. Like. Bon- wait. Well, he is. <laughs> he's got those cool three scars across his face, yeah. of course. Which I was confused because I was like, Sabretooth doesn't have those three claws. He's so stuck on Sabretooth. I was super convinced, like literally until the end of the next comic that this dude was Sabretooth. I was like, this makes sense. This is like you. Because if it was Sabretooth, he could have healed. Yeah, he looks a lot like Sabretooth in that picture for sure. So I've talked to enough people who are comic people about the Wolverine Origins movie and how awful and horrible it was and Mm -hmm. that it didn't have anything to do with any story ever. Well, they tried to use a lot of this story and then they just mucked it up. I mean, they did in the first five minutes and then it went off the rails. Well, as soon as they said it was Sabretooth and it was his brother, I was like, I'm out, I'm done. Right. Can't do it. Uh, so while I was reading this, I <laughs> was like, I'm going to, com- I'm, I'm going to forget that that movie exists for the next two hours. I'm going to read Just these forget it this period. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited because Deadpool was in it and it was supposed to be a really big thing. And I feel that movie was more disappointing for Deadpool fans than it was for Wolverine fans. It's yes. disappointing for everybody. Yeah. 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 So, be. so dog. Sabretooth. Says, Not Sabretooth. I promise, sir. I'll hunt him to the ends of the earth like, like a, a dog. dog. Which is great because his name is Dog. That takes us to the final issue. Part six, dust to dust. Do you think that last sentence, sorry, is him saying like a dog as in he is going to hunt Logan down as if Logan is a dog or that he is the dog that is going to hunt something down? He is the dog. I assume so as well. Like a dog with a bone kind of deal. (laughs) He got bones. He had three of them across his face. So in this issue, starts off dogs on the hunt. He's asking people, have you seen this guy? Da, da, da. Um, Dog's the bounty hunter. He really mm-hmm. is. Murders and then him. he's like, this old man is like, oh, well, yeah, I saw this redhead. Da, da, da. Kind of. He's like, some I don't know. I might have information. Right. What's it to you? Yep. <laughs> What's it to you? you got the <laughs> I'm, I'm just an old trapper prospector. But <laughs> <laughs> you got like two dollars. I'll do whatever you want. I'll tell you information or I'll prospect your prostate. <laughs> And then, yeah, so Dog gets the information that he's looking for, and then he provides some much-needed chiropractic care to that old man, (laughs) whose neck was clearly bothering him. So more time has passed. Logan's hair is longer. Um, 
It's Autumn. Rose talks with Logan. She's going to marry Smitty and then move into the coast. What? What? Rose. Um, yeah. Uh, Smitty, Smitty was a sailor, dog. right? <laughs> Smitty was a sailor, so it's an easy fit. And Logan's not a fan, and she's like, "You should come with us." And he's like, "Are you fucking serious? Why would I do that?" <laughs> he's like, "No." <laughs> like Rose, I want to fuck you. I'm not moving with you and your new husband. Come on, right. Rose. Rose, I have urges. Do you know that I have superhuman senses? Senses, and I hear you guys boning three <laughs> cabins away. Sentences. You know the, the fun thing about that is I can smell your pheromones, Rose. Like, <laughs> right. I can smell you right now. Oh, jeez. I can smell you. Do you think I want to be the new Thomas Logan? No. Get the uh, fuck out of here, bro. She doesn't Rose. remember Thomas Logan. Right? Maybe. Anyway, so Smitty needs money for the train. He's trying to sell shit and people don't want to buy it. He's also giving stuff away, though. Yeah. He's like, oh, I need to sell all this stuff. Ah, oh, you're always late. Here's a watch. Oh, he's trying to sell him the watch. Oh, was he? He's like, I thought I, he was I giving it to him as a gift. I read the words, <laughs> Listen. Listen, man. Look, the art. I was just so excited Sabretooth was coming. But... The art is just so good. Why read the words when you can just admire the art? Especially because it's so much better than the our art next tell series. The story like a good film. <laughs> it shouldn't be the dialogue. Don't tell um, me how it happens. Show me. Show me. Anyway, good thing there are cage fights at the local bar tonight. <gasps> what? What? Yeah, um, cage fights. Smitty signs up because he knows that he can win, and there's this really cute panel where uh, Logan is kind of like looking at him signing up, giving him the side eye, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sign up too. I'm gonna beat the shit I'm gonna out of kick this guy. Yell ass." Um, and Dog makes his way to the mining town as well. So we know shit's going down. Rose tries to talk Smitty out of fighting. She's worried it, it, what's going to happen. I don't even think it, it's if he has to fight Logan. I think it's when he has to fight Logan. Because she knows about them like popping claws and shit. Um, but she's not going to say it outright, obviously. I think... Um, um, sorry to just backtrack no. a little bit. Um, when Dog uh, happens upon that... Um, old guy i think he he tells him right that i've heard of a guy like that i think he goes by logan now or something like that yeah that at yep. a later part yeah that's got a super piss off dog right like, like, oh i'm tracking this guy down and you stole mine and my father's name you my yep. dad that you killed like come on man yeah <laughs> remember that time you killed my dad <laughs> remember that time you killed our dad what and oh. I, at this point i don't know if he knows that or not i, I think he does. i think he mentions it later Potentially. I wouldn't be surprised if the old man said something on his deathbed or whatever. Yeah. Or if Sabertooth. I was going to say, it's Sabertooth. Goodbye, Sabertooth. All right. So Rose tries to talk Smitty out of fighting. She's worried. Well, I already fucking said that. Whatever. Smitty won't listen. He promises he won't hurt Logan. Uh, <laughs> she's like, it's not Logan I'm worried about. What part are you laughing at? That there? part. Don't worry. I won't hurt him. <laughs> like, even I gave a chuckle at that. It's really funny. All right, Smitty. Go for it, bud. So, fight time. Dog pays Cookie to hurt Logan more than necessary. Um, gives him some brass knuckles. And Cookie, Pretty messed you know, up. Yeah. Cookie this, beats his ass. This is kind of a confusing scene because it happens over, quickly over a couple panels where it's multiple fights happening and it's showing that they're progressing through the rounds. Right. Yeah. But you see Logan and then you see Cookie and then you see a guy on the floor and Smitty's moving on. And it's like, wait, 
who fought who here? Yeah, right. I had to go back through those panels a few times just to kind of like clarify who yeah. was fighting who. And yeah, like you said, it shows that progression, but I was unclear on some it of it. It does breeze through it a bit. It's just kind I'm of a, sure. you assume Logan wins all his bouts. You assume Smitty wins all his bouts. But yep. Cookie's also there winning all his bouts. Right, right. exactly. Um, so Cookie's kind of kicking his ass until... Cookie says something nasty about Rose, Ugh. and then that he took her out behind the cook shack or whatever. Yeah, gave her the old turnip. <laughs> <laughs> that turnip slaw buried, buried mm. that root, root vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> like a Wolverine digging for a root. Not gonna stop till he gets it. Neither did she. Oh, geez. and that sets him off. Yeah. Um. And so Logan beats his ass and almost pops the claws, but decides not to kill Cookie. So, you know, a moment not the right of, time. Yeah. A moment of um, shit. What's that word? You skipped a very important line. I'm not in the saying notes. that. I don't know what that means. It says cookie it. kicks Logan's ass until he says something nasty about Rose. And then Logan unloads a berserker barrage. Berserker barrage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you skipped over that line. Because I didn't know what it meant. You, you just got to say it. Just send it. You haven't played Marvel vs. Captain. You heard me say it no. earlier in the episode. Take it for a ride. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, we're nerds here. Don't worry. Yeah. So the final bout, Logan versus Smitty. <gasps> no way. Yes way. Oh, shit. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody. Least of all Rose. <laughs> that stupid bitch. <laughs> so you're saying she can tell the future. So. <gasps> she's a mutant. So she's a mutant. Whoa. Logan has the upper hand, but he lets Smitty win so he can have the money and take Rose, which is so nice. And so that's what made me think, like, in retrospect, looking at that panel when Logan decides to sign up. Like, at first I was like, well, yeah, he wants to sign up and kick Smitty's ass. Yeah. Yes. But then I kind of thought, like, he knew he was going to. I don't think he knew ahead of time. No? I think he yeah, decided think in the so moment. Because so? they're like talking throughout the fight. I think he wanted to kick Smitty's ass. And he yeah. did. Yeah. But he didn't need to win. Right. I think he proved that he did win. Yeah. Yes. He proved that he, he was the beta permission. by being the alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then they all sniffed <laughs> each other's butts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, then he so, laid on his back and waited for tummy rubs. <laughs> Wolverine didn't have to get close. He could smell everybody's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I smell all your butts. So they talk after the fight and Logan understands that Rose made her choice, which is fair because she's a grown ass woman and she can do that. She can, and women can oh, do things. Oh, now. wait a minute. You mean to tell me that the like silent goes off in the woods with his wolf pack guy, never talks to her, yells at her for wanting to talk to her. You mean she's not attracted to that? And she's yeah. attracted to the guy who does talk to her and brings her books and things and helps right. her expand her mind. And right. her viewpoint on the world through what? And, and doesn't bring her like dead rabbits as a present. <laughs> right. She just carries them in his mouth and Logan, plops stop them on, the on my stuff. It's not yours. <laughs> right? You're the worst cousin. <laughs> they didn't oh have condoms God. back then, so you had to do with what you did. And like, mm. uh, you know, saying. sheepskin, Ugh. cookie skin, yeah, rabbit skin. Yeah. Cookie skin. Cookie skin. What? It comes in a tub. <laughs> scoop her out. What's He's next? What's next? <laughs> dog attacks Logan. He finally makes himself known. He's way bigger. Like yeah. dog. I mean, he's saber tooth sized for sure. Saber tooth sized for sure. And Dan <laughs> and, and I jacked. talked about yeah. this yesterday so many bill bars. when I was reading this. 
I forget constantly that Logan is supposed to be really small. Like, what did you yeah. say? Five, 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 five. So he is supposed to be small. Dog is really huge. He hasn't been fighting all night, so he whoops him. He's about to stick him with a pitchfork when Rose shows up shouting. And so Logan doubles down and um, gets Dog down. His claws are popped. The crowd's terrified. Like, what the? Um, Rose gets knocked forward. And Logan bones her. <laughs> right <laughs> there the in front of everyone. I mean, for in front of everybody. <laughs> Right? He, she gets impaled oh. on his claws. Oh, I've been impaled. <laughs> um, as much as I hate Wolverine, I've really enjoyed most of the story. I hated that part. That yeah. was so stupid. Mm. Oh, you bumped into her and now she's dead on your claws. Fuck you. Yeah. So, <laughs> actually, I gotta, I gotta but, pick the book up here. Right, because it's Wolverine, it has to be tragic somewhere, right? So right. He, right. he has to be the one that kills Rogue. Rose. Rose. <laughs> well, the same thing that happens in the next one movie where he accidentally stabs so, Rose. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it seems a little, I think it's just the, the position that Logan is in there is a little awkward where his hand is way up behind him. Yeah. And then Rogue stumbles onto his claws. Did I say it again? Yeah. yeah. Rose stumbles onto it. It's a little awkward, but I. For the story of it, I think it's really yeah. good. Yeah. So I need an anatomy lesson here, and I'm not sure if women are different than men. <laughs> Why does she die getting stabbed? There? She gets stabbed under her right shoulder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many hearts are there? Most of on them. women, at least Most. two. Okay, because I'm just <laughs> like I think in this day and age, she gonna die. Haven't Infection. you heard the term "wear your heart on your shoulder"? That's where women wear it. <laughs> I always thought that on the left side, under the breasticle is where most right. humans' hearts were. So I, it's interesting to me that she gets stabbed under, like directly under the right shoulder, yeah. and there is within seconds a three to four foot pool of blood. Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it was all very overdone like that. Like, you're right, she probably would have died from right. infection or eventual blood loss, but like it wouldn't have been immediate. She all hits right. the ground and bleeds out. We're going to science teacher this up a little bit. Okay. Okay. So she's stabbed three there? times. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Puncture wounds, you know, bleed a lot. And right. And they go, go completely through to the other side, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to get stitched up. No. Because they're round. Well, and also she died in eight seconds. It seems. After being punctured. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> with comics, you can't tell how long it is yet. Right. But it does seem really quickly. Like she f collapses and she seems dead right mm -hmm. away. Um, she's going to bleed a lot there she ran there she was excited her heart is bumping okay. bumping That's fast right. she's gonna yeah. bleed out much faster than if she was calm i had to go back and, <laughs> and, and see it again i was like did she get hit in the lungs like how did she drive so I, quickly i don't understand why they didn't just have her get stabbed right in the chest and say she got stabbed in the heart seems like it'd be an easier time easier way to to Explain accept that yeah, right. right her just dying right there because like it looks like she's dead as soon as she gets stabbed. Yeah. Like, is does he have venom claws here? What's going right. on? I was or maybe because she's a frail woman of the time period, <laughs> she got stabbed. Out. She fainted because she got so scared. I mean, that seeing these pain? bony nobbins coming maybe at Maybe she her. was in shock <laughs> and then she died from blood loss. I mean, honestly, with everything running there, adrenaline and the pain of being stabbed thrice at once, um, I might pass out. I got to be honest. You know, like, right? yeah. Well, and to be fair, especially during that time period when you have issues of infidelity, 
Um, it is normally assumed that yeah, you tripped and then fell on his claws. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, for sure. Exactly. It was my cousin, but it was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, interestingly though, Logan had forgotten about what happened. I mean, not interestingly, we knew that, but um dog jogs his memory. And this whole time Logan thought he Logan thought that he killed his dad. Not that dog killed his dad. We find out well, it was dog. dogs claims that he killed John. Yes. So I was just saying it was kind of unclear in issue two. Yes. I think it was yeah. who actually shot John in the face. Dog claims it was him here. And it's like, did he really? Or is he saying that like, because he, he was part of that him. whole thing yeah. with Thomas, did he actually do it? He does yell at Logan for stealing his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Actually counted shots. Uh, Thomas killed John. I counted shots. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and especially because <clears throat> okay. oh, the gun didn't go off at any point at that point either. Um, and um, Logan talks about there's one more in yes. the chamber. So obviously mm-hmm. his is the one that had yep. gone off previously. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big clue. I don't I don't know if you could tell just by counting who how many shots were because at the end, Elizabeth shoots herself with one of them. You don't know which one that was. So Thomas, Thomas has the rifle uh, against John's face. Right. And then there's a bam. Not sure who it is. You know, uh, and then what's his name? Um, dog, dog shoots, shoots at, at James, James, but blasts the chair apart instead. Yeah. And then Thomas points a rifle at somebody. I can't remember who it was and says, I still have one in the barrel. Right. So obviously he's the one that shot John because. Because we saw the shot dog already shoot okay. also. That makes right. sense. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Forensics, man. <laughs> All right. Makes sense. Yeah. I dig it. Um. But it was really sad that this whole time, like as James, he thought that he killed his own dad, which, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's for the classic Lion King story. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Except he doesn't come back and win anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he thought he killed his dad. Well, well. Logan flees into the woods again and Smitty tries to find him. He says, you were right all along, please. You got to come back and see me through this. I need you. And Logan's gone. Kind of a weird jump, I felt like here. Like, it literally goes from her bleeding out on the floor to Smitty running through, like, eight-foot snow chasing after Logan. Right, I yeah. think there's a little bit of time passing here. Yeah, like, there like, is. Like maybe hours. portrayed but, well, I don't feel. But why would Smitty... I don't know. Is he, like, let's well, he wants Logan together back because, over our loss? Well, him and... He wanted... He was grooming Logan to be the next foreman of the right, mine, yeah. right? So, like... He needs Logan there to help him out. But I feel like there's kind of what we call, they're called establishing shots, where there's a few panels that show like where this is happening now. In this case, there's that weird panel of Smitty's face that's like distorted. And it's like, if you're watching a show, this is like when the character would like come back from a haze and it's like things sound like they're underwater at first kind of thing. So there's mm-hmm. some time that's passed. It's day. Yeah. So it's at least the next day. So like Smitty is probably in, you know, in, obviously grieving after Rose and he's now trying to get some part of his life back by trying to track down Logan, but he has right. no chance. Yeah. Right. Even in the snow. Um, and then to finish up this Ugh, issue, the whole um, thing. cookie is going through Rose's things. He takes this necklace that she has and then tosses her diary into the fire. We've seen him do this with people's things before. Yeah. Did we skip over that earlier? 
Yeah, he like I did. Yeah, he like after he killed those five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After he snipped all the fuses, yeah, he was like rifling through their stuff, trying to find to show how awful he is. While everyone else is at the funeral for those people. Yeah, right. It's just really this man ever show up later and die because he should. Cookie. Yeah, not that I know of. Oh man, that's yep. Heartbreaking. Yeah, Cookie's (laughs) all. I I love that ending because it's so somber and it's so Wolverine, just tragic. Yeah. stuff like the whole story was in that and like she even wrote at the end like I hope you read this someday mm. interesting though in that last panel or one of the last panels when he tosses the book in that letter she wrote to him didn't go in the fire no oh. Oh, I didn't notice that someday I don't know if that's ever been found and Logan's read it or something like that yeah. but I thought that was interesting that they made sure to show that the letter like floats off of it and that doesn't go in the fire mm. Um, Cookie sure. actually does come back later. There is a game for the original Nintendo. Um, Cookie gets hooked up with um, Sauron from the Savage Lands, the uh, green dinosaur guy. Um, at the time, he's being referred to as Yoshi. Um, and the game that came out was called Yoshi's Cookie. Um, <laughs> I say Cookie that is game. Mario. What's that? Are you saying Cookie is Mario? No, I'm saying Yoshi or. Cookies, the cookies, and Yoshi's Cookie. I hate that oh, game so much. That was that was a stretch. Because my sister beat my ass in that game every time you played it. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say you're asking if Cookie ever comes back. Dog does come back. Dog Logan is his yeah. name. Uh, he comes back, of course, as uh, as a bounty hunter, more or less. Actually, he looks kind of cool. He looks kind of like a cowboy mixed with like uh, saber look from the movies. He's got like a cowboy hat. He's this big droopy mustache, like a Dum Dum Dugan mustache. Yeah, but bigger. Oh and man! Longer. Um, and he's a time Harder. traveler. He finds time crystals up like in the Yukon later in life, and he um, there a future version of himself comes back, and he's like, "You got to kill Wolverine." And he's like, okay. And he kills the future version of himself and takes all of his futuristic gear and stuff. What? That's fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a series called Wolverine and the X-Men where Wolverine was the headmaster for a while. Um, uh, five, five or six years ago. Of the Jean like Grey School, right? Yes. Yeah. He called it the Jean Grey School of Higher Learning, I believe. That terrifying. And um, so Dog comes while there. He has a bunch of students in the Savage Land for a lesson. And Dog shows up and he like... Whoops, Wolverine's ass basically because he has all these cool gadgets. Wolverine's never fought this guy before with this stuff. And then he reveals who he is. And it's like, I remember reading that comment and being like, oh, that's cool. I never thought that everybody would bring Dog back. And it was yeah. like more than 10 years later after Origin. And like he, so he, he takes the kids with him and he's like, I'm going to teach you stuff. I'm going to teach you real stuff. I'm going to be a better teacher than my stupid brother. And they're like, Wolverine has a brother. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's kind of cool. So there was, but a, he's a human. He's so there not was potentially like two other Wolverines running around. What do you mean? Well, his older brother that died. Right. And then who might not be dead. And Sabretooth dog might not be dead. Sabretooth dog. Does he come back? Is not that I know of, but it's comics. Anything could happen. Yeah, that's true. Fan fiction. We never actually saw the scene where he died. So, right. If I need to see off it. Screen, you're going to be a meme. Exactly. <laughs> I need the art to show me. It's true. Right. Uh, maybe in the future, I'd love to Hence do. That's why Jork is still alive. A part. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get that one, listen to Big Fiction Energy. 
there's a particular uh, arc of, of Wolverine I would love to talk about on this show uh, where he gets like captured by this group of people and he's like run through this gauntlet against these like weird hero like superpowered people or whatever that we never heard of before it has a very tragic story to it hmm. it's really so, well done so it's like every other wolverine story ah why am i bubbing here why'd you bubbing <laughs> bring me all right yeah, i guess but <laughs> what kind of uh tobacco do they have there for him to make cigars out of <laughs> <laughs> i i will say this was actually a really good story. I enjoyed this a lot, and this, I was not expecting this to. This was phenomenal. The art was incredible. The storytelling is really yeah. great, and the way that they present things is is very interesting and engaging. This is um, this is not how I thought Wolverine came to be. This is not no. your typical Wolverine story because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and one reason I like it so much, like I said before, is that it doesn't feel... The, the writers didn't feel like they had to include all these other things. Like, yeah. there's not Sabretooth. You know, I mean, they just call him dog, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they and don't like, explain anything else. It's just here's Wolverine's origin, origin yep, right? That's yeah. it. It's, and you're right. It is actually kind of nice that it's not tied into 18 other things and they didn't try to fit some other guy that lives forever or, oh, well, this is this mining town is really where weapon X ended up being made or something stupid like that. Cause they, yeah. I mean, it might be eventually, but I don't, they could have shoehorned there. a bunch of stuff in there and they didn't, which yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's its own thing. Yeah. And I bet that was, so, I bet they had a lot of pressure to do that from other people involved and whatnot. I'm sure yeah, that I'm was sure a they big did. thing. Like, especially to not include saber tooth is so huge. But Joe Casado is a fucking boss and does what he wants. Oh, he's so great. I wish like, he's not the editor. He's responsible anymore. for like he the Civil for a while, War and House of M and everything. Like he that, has so many good ideas, yeah. and he he let people create these ideas that in the past, how many people shut down the idea of doing Wolverine's origin in the past? Like obviously, it wouldn't have been this story if they'd done it ten years earlier, right? But they they did, and they did it justice. Yep, it's good. I feel like something like this because. Like you were saying, they didn't feel the need to draw in a ton of other different things. It's like the most simple like meal that you can think of. Like if you think back to your childhood and like the favorite thing that you ever had, like in the summertime, I loved tomato sandwiches on white bread. That's it. Just sliced tomato, mayonnaise, white bread. That's it. Super simple, but delicious. It's not like overly convoluted with like mm-hmm. gold leaf or truffle <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> it's right. that scene from Ratatouille. Yes. Where what's his name? It's Ratatouille. Exactly. He goes to his poor house where mm-hmm. they had barely anything yep. but vegetables. It's like a know? four ingredient dish right. that just, you know, it does, it gets the job done and then some. And if you take mutants and Wolverine and claw popping out of it, it's still a really good story. It right? is. Yeah. Like. I, I got to be honest, if I haven't, if, if I was a kid when this was released and I hadn't read anything besides this just because of the cover art and it's beautiful. And when I was a kid, I would pick that up. Um, I would be like, I want to know more about this fucking guy. This guy is awesome. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Who does dog turn into? Yeah, right? <laughs> Where is dog? <laughs> so I want to say real quick, Bill Jemis, Joe Casada, Paul Jenkins, Andy Kubert, Richard Zanoff. Nice job. Yeah, yeah. for real. Oh, for sure. Yep. For sure. So up next, uh, join us as we do deep dive into the first, what is it, 20? 20 issues. 20 issues of... Chris Claremont's New Mutants run from 1983. 82. 82. I thought it started in 83. Whatever. It don't matter. 
Um, and that is leading up to the hopeful cross your fingers release of the new mutants movie, um, which should be released at the end of August on Disney plus. Yeah. And, so. uh, we're doing a giveaway too for those comics. Yes. Um, it's an epic collection that collects, uh, I believe issues one through 13, the initial graphic novel, um, one of the annuals and magic one through four, which is one of the characters that's in the movie and, and the series. Um, it's a really cool, big, fat, you know, chunk of comics. And, and they call movie. it an ultimate edition or something. Yeah, ultimate like epic collection. collection. Yeah. Oh, epic collection. Yeah. That's um, really cool. So we'll be giving that away. Check um, out the site professionalcasual.com slash giveaways for more info on how to win. Um, you can get entries for following us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, and there's a, the there's a couple of other few things on there. Yeah. Uh, being a member of the Patreon, which you can do for a dollar. Yeah. Which is pretty reasonable thanks yeah in advance cool yeah thank you so much we'll be talking about new mutants over four episodes and then the movie will be its own episode yeah very exciting stuff super exciting we have very different things to say about new mutants than we had to say about origin tonight (laughs) and very refreshing to go from to this from how wordy new mutants is yes um those were novels man they were they were. It, I feel each episode of that was the same amount of reading as this entire thing was. I would Which agree I that. guess each issue of New Mutants had the same amount of words as all of Origin. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the art, what a difference to go from like '80s comic art to yeah, like 20 this. Twenty years later, yeah, yeah. Big it's difference. incredible. And especially, obviously, I mean, a lot of that. The covers and the arts like painted and stuff like it's really nice. Digital yeah. painting is, is really good. You it's can tell legit. what eyes, uh, what direction people's eyes are in. <laughs> yeah. Going. Not everyone has literally the same silhouette. And like their right. skin tone was consistent. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which was nice. Cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening and catch us uh, next time as we start talking about new mutants. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lanny, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. 
You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 